Anyone else? Not so far. You feel the heat? It's coming. Finally got ourselves a decent... Keep I know the Fang boys have pulled through. You're lucky we're on the same side, dogs. Cause I was on fire tonight. My game was tight. You're supposed to wear that red stuff on the inside, Charlie boy. Any word on Wes? Wesley's dead. I'm feeling grief for him. I can't seem to control it. I wish to do more violence. Well, wishes just happen to be horses today, among other things. Okay, you take the 30,000 on the left. You're fading. The last 10 minutes are best. And let's make them memorable. And in terms of a plan, we fight. Bit more specific. Well, personally, I kind of want to slay the dragon. Let's go to work. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I am Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about tonight? Well, tonight's geek fight is best fight. So who are we fighting with tonight, Damon? I, I, I like how you explain what best fight meant. <laughs> it's absolutely meaningless. It could be, we're not talking about best geek fight or anything like that. We're just talking about fights in pop culture and such. Jeez, Mike. Like I said, it, best fight. Anyway, joining us tonight, all the way from Ecorse, Michigan, Juan Patino. What's up? And from somewhere on the west coast of California, it's Anthony something. Ayo. And from the almost sunshine state, Arizona, Dan James. Yeah. Uh, so, how do the fights work, Mike? Well, uh, each of our panelists chooses six of their favorite fights. Uh, they can be fights from anywhere, comic books, movies, TV. Uh, they can even be real fights. I don't think anybody put any of those on here, though. Uh, we throw in two more chosen by Geek Fights staff to bring it up to 32. We match them up and drop them into tournament-style brackets. Everybody casts their vote. The winner moves on to the next round, where it continues until something is crowned best fight. Uh, there are no wrong answers on geek fights, only wrong people. You can use any rationale you want, crazy, random, or personal, whatever you want. That's what we call geek logic and good geek logic has been known to sway votes. So choose your argument wisely. Vagina. Here we go. Let's just get right into the fights. Uh, Juan, this one is yours. It is nameless versus sky from hero versus see this is going to be so awkward for me uh squadron supreme versus the nighthawks or nighthawks redeem redeemer redeemers uh go ahead Juan. so for the five in attendance and the dozens listening at home sorry i wanted to do the voice um can you hear me oh yeah oh yeah okay okay 
So I'm going to go with uh, Nameless versus Sky. Uh, Nameless was the, name of the, was the non-name of the character in Hero with Jet Li. Uh, Sky is the spear fighter. I thought that it was a really well-done fight scene, especially since most of it happens when they're just kind of standing there assessing each other with their eyes closed. Um, I thought it was cool after the initial like interaction. They like gave the uh, old blind guitar player dude you know extra money to keep playing while they kind of imagined what the fight was going to look like and it was kind of awesome so i'm going for uh nameless versus sky a vote for nameless versus sky yeah i i never i never really liked the squadron supreme stuff any of it like from from the original inception with what is it mark gruenberg isn't that the guy who wrote it Grunwald. Uh, all, all the way all the way into the current stuff where straczynski's done stuff with it like it was okay but i i've never Never really stuck with me, but uh, yeah, that that fight is is gorgeous in Hero. It's absolutely beautiful. If there's one fight scene you should see, it's 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 that one. So I'm I'm gonna go with Nameless versus Sky. Anthony, I so weep for your childhood. Mm. Uh, I just this is my first exposure to this this hero fight. And I, I found it very underwhelming. I understand it's supposed to be gorgeously choreographed, the cinematography, the movement, but it just seemed really fake to me. The flying around, this this needles, this uh, floppy sword, I, it, I just didn't get it. And then as she explained to me, they're closing her eyes and imagining a fight that must mean something. I thought it was shit. However, Squadron Supreme, first of all, it's a great storyline. And at that point in time, they didn't do fights like that where you saw real repercussions of people just dying, multiple people. I'm going to read from the final, uh, one of the final pages. Um, to, to clusters of figures stand mutely trying to accept the evidence of their eyes and ears. Seven people, Nighthawk, dead on arrival, heart failure, Foxfire, died in surgery an hour ago, massive internal bleeding. Blue A Eagle, dead on arrival, broken net. Pinball, dead on arrival, broken spine. Black Arrow, died of head trauma. Thermite, still in critical condition, 10% chance of recovery. Lamprey, dead on arrival, all of body not yet recovered. That was a fucking fight. People died. People lost limbs. Motherfucker, there was a black chick that ran up on Nighthook and took her heart out. Yeah, that's not subliminally saying anything whatsoever. That fight was awesome. I'm voting for that one. Plus, it's my pick. <laughs> a vote for Squadron Supreme versus Nighthawks Redeemers. Mike? Uh, th- this is actually kind of a, a, a tough one for me. Um, I, I, do, uh, I do kind of like both of them. I, I think I, I agree with you to some extent, Damon, that, um, that I'm not necessarily a big fan of uh, the Squadron Supreme. Um, I actually uh, like the Straczynski version uh, more than the Mark Grunewald version. Um, but, uh, but, you know, hero was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fight. I mean, whether it took place in in their mind or not, um, I mean, this was kind of fight as ballet. So I think, uh, it's going to, I think I'm going to vote for squadron Supreme here. Um, mostly just out of sort of a personal bias where I will tend to lean more towards a superhero fight over a, a martial arts fight. Um, and, and also just to, to tie it up because, uh, I, I'm, I'm really kind of torn here. 
So you're fucking over Dan. That's the way it works. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Dan. Which one is moving into the next round? Awesome. Um, well, I saw a hero in the theaters, and I haven't really thought about it since then. But I hadn't even heard of Squadron Supreme until I got the list. So, we, um, I don't know. Like, I, th- I think I'm going to have to go with the hero fight just because it's visually stunning and kind of crazy that they're fighting in their minds. Did I did I fail to mention that this mm-hmm. was 1985 and pe- heroes have superheroes and comic books have been fighting all the time with no deaths and he killed half the cast in this one fight? Uh you you didn't mention that but you did now and nameless and versus sky is moving on. We are on to our next fight. It is Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed from Rocky. Versus uh, what? Hallway oh, bedroom fight. Inception. The hallway bedroom fight from Inception. It's because it's missing the T that I'm pretty sure I put in there. But uh, the hallway bedroom fight from Inception. Uh, it's got to be. And I notice I put Rocky, not Rocky Two, not the fight he wins. I'm talking about Rocky Balboa losing to Apollo Creed on points, but he won the fight and is hot. And uh, uh you got to love that fight. So I'm going to go with Rocky versus Apollo. Um, Anthony. Um, this uh, Inception fight was brilliant ahead of its time. I like it in the fact that uh, they they actually went old school with it, it's using cable wires instead of you know going the easy route doing CGI, and it just was amazing to watch. That being said, that Rocky Apollo Creed fight looked real. Like they actually snuck some real punches in there, and it has my all time favorite um, phrases. Ain't gonna be no rematch. Ain't gonna be no rematch. Going with that Rocky fight. Uh, vote for Rocky Balboa, Mike. Yeah, I'll have to agree. Uh, Inception is is incredibly well done, uh, expertly executed, um, and it was also not not just cables. It was one of those rooms that that they actually built that rotates. So uh, the room and the camera are rotating while the actors are kind of moving through it. Um, I actually just watched it again a little while ago, and it's incredibly well done. But uh, it, it's got to be Rocky because that that fight has meaning. That fight has heart. Um, for me, I think one of the important things that's going to be throughout all of these fights tonight are instances where the fight uh, is more than just two people fighting, You know, where the fight actually has some importance to the story, where the fight has some meaning, uh, where the fight actually is about more than just, you know, two people or two groups slugging it out. And, uh, and even though Rocky is slugging it out, it's also, that's the heart of the movie. That's what the movie's about. Uh, so it's gotta be Rocky. Uh, vote for the Rocky fight. Dan. I love the fact that Rocky has a fight that, you know, he doesn't win and that's just brilliant storytelling, but I have to go with inception because Christopher Nolan is a genius and they actually built two versions of that hallway so they could do the fight where they're rolling and then the fight in when they're in zero gravity. And that's just insane. And I like Inception better, so I'm going with Inception. Going with the Inception fight. Juan? Um, so I'm, I'm reviewing right now the, uh, the Rocky Balboa fight, um, just to remind myself, because I, I thought I remembered it, but when you said that it was from the first one, not the, not the rematch. 
I wanted to to revisit it. I think it's funny how um, like the whole um, court, like the choreographed fight scenes. Inception was cool. You know, they had to kind of go with the rolling of the hallway. I get that. Um, but like, you know, they're both getting up at the same time because they both kind of got knocked down in the Rocky fight. Um, and they're both kind of struggling to get to their feet, trying to see who can get up first kind of a thing. And and Rocky, like like Mark said, you know, it's it's a, it's about like the heart that's in, into the fight. Um, I had honestly not seen Inception, so I'm seeing it completely out of context when I saw the the movie. And I mean, when I saw the clip, so when from the clip that I watched, I gathered that um, what was happening to the car was like the real body and the fight was actually what they were asleep. What was happening when he was in the sleep dream thing? I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to vote for Rocky just because I think it was a little bit easier to understand things how I haven't seen Inception. Way to go, Rock! And you were almost right. Uh, the, the Them in the car was them in asleep in a dream that was uh, wait, they a were dream asleep within a dream. dream. Within a dream. <laughs> wait, what? There's like so five. They were that actually was like on a plane. Cross-eyed. They were yeah. <laughs> at the time, they were actually on a plane. Maybe dreaming, dreaming they were in a car. Dreaming they were in a hallway. Oh, dreaming wow. that they were on a mountain. Don't forget the mountain. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a mountain in there too. <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> I, I guess that's why I haven't seen the movie. All right. There's a lot of dreaming. Uh, but Rocky is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Anthony, this one is yours. It's Kirk versus Spock, the original one from a muck time versus reggie hammond versus jackie cates or sorry jack cates <laughs> from 48 hours uh kirk versus spock i'm sure back in 1960 and i'm sure it's, since then it's been romanticized of this big fight of kirk and spock and all the intellectual and all that i saw it and i guess i had to have been there and really must be a star trek fan i'm sorry damon and i didn't see nothing special about that it, it, you know, it was kind of pedestrian fighting. The emo It didn't really suck me in emotionally. I guess I need to see the rest of the episode. But, you know, I, I think I should be able to get into a fight be beyond seeing the entire uh, television show. Now, Jack Hammond versus Reggie. Uh, Reggie Hammond versus Jack Case. Goddamn. Goddamn. First of all, the fact that there was an over-racism throughout the whole film and it came to a head with Jack challenging Reggie and starting to fight off with, let me get one thing straight, I fight dirty, nigger. I was, I'm sure at the time, all the black people was like, whip that motherfucker's ass. And they went, proceeded to beat the shit out of each other. Nick Nolte looked genuinely pissed that he was going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Eddie Murphy. They were throwing trash cans at one another. They went into the middle of the streets and it was a freaking awesome fight. Reggie Hammond versus Jack Cates for me. All right, Mike. Uh, well, that was a good fight. It did not have which I believe is iconic fight music and was actually the very first Geek Fights theme song before uh, Jared came along and, and made it good. Um, plus, it, in terms of execution, in terms of just the fight choreography, yeah, it's not particularly good, but in terms of uh, what it means to the characters, uh, it's it's far and above. I mean, two people don't like each other fighting. Okay, that's that's one fight. But a fight to the death between uh, Captain Kirk and his first officer, two best friends, because Spock, his mind is clouded by the fever, by the plaque tau. Uh, that's, that's deep, powerful stuff. And I, I do not know this for sure. Uh, Michael Felser actually told me this recently. 
But uh, now that you can watch the remastered versions of it, I guess there's a shot where Kirk and uh, McCoy are talking in the foreground and Spock is supposed to be in the background, kind of focused and, and staring into his little triangle hands. And uh, apparently Nimoy didn't know they were rolling, so he's just casually leaning up against one of the stones until he notices the cameras on him and then immediately assumes his position. Uh, I have not checked it out. Uh, I have to I have to check that out, uh, and I'm, I'm glad Michael caught that and told me about that. But it is totally a muck time because that 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 has meaning. A vote for the muck time fight, Dan. Wait, I can offer a rebuttal. Not yet. You haven't lost yet, uh, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with Mike and say that you know Kirk versus Spock is just it's a a lot more intense because of the fact that they're best friends. Reggie Hammond versus Jack Cates was was a pretty solid, you know, fist fight. And that was pretty much it to me. Like, I didn't see anything that goes beyond any other fist fight I've seen. So I'm going to have to go with Kirk versus Spock. All right. A vote for original Kirk versus Spock. Juan. Okay. So, <clears throat> oh, wait, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay. I have to keep checking because I'm, I'm muting. Anyway, uh, so... I get the whole, like, what was the term? Pedestrian fighting that was uh, just yeah. used to describe the amok time. That's cool. But, hey, that's sharp weapons. I mean, that's something different. You're not used to seeing that. And I'm pretty sure when I was watching the clip for 48 hours for that fight, that that's not Eddie Murphy the whole time. Like, there's some stunt doubles going on in there. Like, the shape of the head is kind of off. He's kind of moving a little weird. You can't see his face all the time when they're doing, like, the hits. Um, so I have to count, like, you know, points against it. Like, take away cool points from that fight. Because it doesn't look like it's him the whole time. So I'm going to go for a mock time because that's Kirk and Spock the whole time. Whether it's like totally choreographed or not, it's still a cool fight. So a mock time. Showing Star Trek some love. A vote for a mock time. Uh, go ahead, Anthony. You, you were going to say something. Uh, first of all, it, the fact that they're a stunt double should not disqualify it. It's still Reggie Hammond and Jack Cates, not Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Second of all, you're talking about meaning. This was a white oppressive police officer trying to punk a quote-unquote convict black man, degrading him throughout the whole thing, even dropped the N-bomb on him. And he was like, okay, we're going to fight till you tell me the truth. And Reggie Hammond said, all right, you think you can whoop my ass? I'm going to get about 250 years worth of aggression out on you. There's some meaning there. It just looked like he got his ass whooped in the street. I don't know. <laughs> and to be fair, if you watch uh, any of the Star Treks in high def, uh, the stunt double doesn't look at all like William Shatner. No, it's 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 pretty horrible. Uh, I I, <laughs> I will give you some love there, Anthony. I will vote for forty eight hours. But Kirk and Spock are moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. Swordsman? Yeah, fuck it. Swordsman from uh, Raiders. Versus the Avengers versus Chitari. This is actually very tough for me. Um, I love the Avengers and the, the end of the movie uh, is, is absolutely fantastic. Now I'm, I'm not sure here with the Avengers versus the Chitari. Just spe is it if it's specifically uh, one part of the battle, if it's the whole thing, um, I'm not really sure. Uh, all of it was, was really well done. Um, but I am, I'm going to vote for Indiana Jones versus the swordsman, uh, because it was, uh, it was funny. 
um, because it was unexpected because you thought that it was going to be a fight. The swordsman thought it was going to be a fight and it is very literally the, what happens when you bring a knife to a gunfight? Uh, the Avengers is big, bombastic. It's huge. Um, but ultimately it's kind of predictable. Um, I don't, I don't think there's really the only, the only real high spot in that fight is really Hulk versus Loki, which shouldn't really count, which is really just kind of a replaying of Indiana Jones versus the swordsman and, uh, Hulk punching Thor, which is also not, uh, them fighting the Chitari. So because the Chitari were kind of faceless, nameless, they didn't really put up much of a fight. Uh, the only reason they kept going is there was a lot of them. And uh, I really hated how they all sort of just dropped dead after the thing was nuked at the end. So even though it's, it's incredibly well done, uh, it's not as clever as uh, Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. Um, so I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Uh, vote for old Indiana Jones. Dan? I recently read an article about the uh, Indiana Jones fight that said that there was originally like a pretty big fight scene choreographed, but Harrison Ford was sick that day. So they showed up and he didn't feel like he could do the fight. So they just had him shoot the guy, which kind of makes it even more powerful. Cause like they had this huge fight planned out, but it ended up being just a really awesome, happy accident that it worked out as well as it did. However, Avengers versus Chitari, there's there's so much action. There's this beautiful tracking scene where it goes through each of the Avengers and team-ups, and they're fighting the Chitari, and it just goes from one to the next. That's very, very beautiful, and I, I'm going to have to go for that fight, the Avengers, of because of that scene. For the Avengers. Juan. Right, so the, the big sword that the swordsman was wielding, that was a pretty awesome sword. I think, what is it, like a scimitar kind of thing? Um, he's showing his skills. He's like, you know, he's kind of doing the whole peacock feather thing. He's twirling his sword around, kind of doing some really weird moves that kind of wouldn't work if he was in a real sword fight. But it looked cool. And, you know, and he got shot. I don't really consider that a fight. Um, I understand how it works in the setting and I thought it was going to be a fight. I wouldn't really consider that a fight. And the Avengers versus the Chitari, I think that what was being done with that fight is not necessarily, you know, you're trying to see how awesome the Chitari are, but it's kind of a way to showcase the different like aspects or the different um, skills that the Avengers had to see how each one of them was kind of addressing the Chitari issue. Um, because other than that, the only time we really see them doing anything is when they're fighting each other. So I think that it was good for us to see how they could come together and fight off, you know, the invading hordes. So I'm going to go with um, Avengers versus Chitari. A vote for the Avengers versus Chitari. Now, when we were making this up, it was supposed to be best fighter, best battle. It was it was there for a half a second, like for a half a second, it was going to be that. And then Mike said, hey, guys, that's a little too broad. Why don't we just make it best fight? And um the Avengers versus Chitauri is not a fight. It's a battle. That's a battle sequence. It lasts 25 minutes at the end of the movie. Like, it, seriously, if, it, if this was best battle, goddamn right, I will be voting for it all day long because it is one of the best battle scenes ever. But if, if we were going to include this, there would be things like Lord of the Rings and other things popping on here with massive battle sequences where you get to see each one of the heroes fighting against a horde of enemies. That's all well and done. But that's not what we're fighting about. We're fighting about best fight. When, and almost all of these are rather personal fights. 
two, maybe three people against one other guy or two other guys. Very, very personal. Um, yeah, Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. It is a fight. It, it, it's a very, very quick fight. <laughs> you know, the, the old adage, you know, there, there's going to be two hits. Me, me hitting you and you hitting the ground. Like, that's what that fight is. It's very quick. So I will be voting for Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Anthony. Which one is it going to be? Ooh, yippee, yippee, yippee. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, I think it was uh, uh, da- Daniel who made the point of breaking down why the Avengers should not win this and just putting on the uh, Indiana Jones. And then the other guy came back with that Indiana Jones isn't really a fight. And I'm like, damn, I'm kind of swayed. But, you know, Indiana Jones versus Swordsman is iconic. And fuck you guys. I didn't vote for my Squadron Supreme pick. So I'm going with Indiana Jones. <laughs> despite, despite. And Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Dan, this one is yours. It is Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid uh, from Superman Batman Apocalypse versus uh, Superman versus Batman in uh, Dark Knight Returns. Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, well, one of the first comics I read was The Dark Knight Returns, and that has it's a, a very iconic comic. That's fun to say, and it has one of the best fights between Batman and Superman, and it shows it showcases Batman's planning and his brilliant plotting abilities. Where he finds all the ways that he can fuck with Superman to make him, you know, eventually lose. But the Superman Supergirl versus Darkseid is a very fantastic fight where Darkseid is in control most of the time. And you're not sure that he's, or that Superman and Supergirl can bring it back, but they eventually do and, you know, kick him through the portal and then it's, it's done. Ah. Uh, such a such a powerful combination of fights we've got. And I'm gonna have to go with The Dark Knight Rises just because it's more returns. classic. Yeah, Dark Knight returns. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever. Same thing. Hey, well, it sucks because you can't put DKR anymore and have people think Dark Knight Returns. It automatically nope. for at least for a little while it's gonna default to Dark Knight Rises. But a vote a vote for the return of the Dark Knight. Uh, Juan. Okay, so I really like the um, Superman ver- and Supergirl versus Darkseid. Um, Darkseid's always kind of confused me. I don't really quite understand everything about Darkseid. I have to go look him up and find out what's going on, like where he's from and why he's such so difficult to beat. Um, I remember growing up, the Darkseid was always a really big bad villain, so I, I, I understand that part. It's just the details. But I thought it was cool because the more and more he was using his eye beams on Supergirl, the less clothes she was wearing. Um, I like that part of the fight, um, but uh, it was also cool how Superman got you know did, taken care of pretty quickly at the beginning of the fight, and had to come back you know to help you know I guess what he thought was avenging Supergirl because he thought she was dead. Um, so I kind of like that fight. I like the different like the timing of the fight and the way it kind of made it a little bit longer when you thought it might end. Um, so uh, and I'm not really familiar with the Batman versus Superman. I, I did see it, but I think that I like the uh, Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid better. So that's what I'm voting. A vote for Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid. Now, one thing I've said to Mike over and over and over again, and other people, 
Um, DC works very, very, very well. I am going to say better when animated. Uh, don't get me wrong. They, they do write really great stories, but sometimes the, the drawn form of these characters, just the, on, on the page, you don't understand how powerful they actually are. And uh, Superman, it wasn't until another Superman versus Darkseid fight in one of the animated series that I realized how fucking powerful he is. He's super powerful. And, and quite frankly, he never gets to unload, except for when he's fighting Darkseid. And uh, this fight, Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid, is a motherfucker of a fight. Especially because the epi- you're thinking the, the movie's over. You're like, wow, that was short. Because there was a ton of action before that. And then this fight happens, and Darkseid is mopping the floor with both of them for a while. He's a new god. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I got I gotta go with the animated fight. Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid. Uh, Anthony. Yeah, um, the first time I read The Dark Knight Returns, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. All I knew was Superman versus Batman. And it probably had the best and worst line ever. I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you, which is like iconic. And at the same time, it fucked up DC Comics because everybody remembers Batman beat Superman. So Batman can beat everybody. And up until that point that the Kryptonite Arrow hit, Superman was kicking his ass. I mean, Batman got a couple of links in, but he was kicking his ass. And it was just like only a matter of time. Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid was something I didn't fucking see coming. I didn't think this fight, I, I didn't think anything of this fight. And Darkseid is just a fucking beast. Just whipping both of their ass. He hit a bus driver uppercut on Superman that sent him not to the moon, but the sun. I'm going with that fight. A vote for Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid, which is actually in the comics as well. That was in uh, Superman Batman. Uh, one of the first, like the first ten issues, uh, Mike. Uh, this this actually is very tough because uh, Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid is an amazing fight, um, and it is uh, in, incredibly. It, it showcases the the strength and the power of these characters very very much. Um, but on the other hand, you know, Dark Knight Returns. This is another example of a of a fight that you know the the strength of it is not in the the choreography or what happens, but but in, in the meaning behind it, you know, this was very literally the first time Superman and Batman were, were antagonists. Uh, prior to this, it was, you know, world's finest and they were the best of friends. And it really was Frank Miller that came along and said, these are two completely opposing ideologies. There's no way they could really get along that well. Uh, and, and, and he paints Batman as this kind of, you know, strange, uh, you know, outside the system rebel and Superman is, is this Republican flunky. And, and yeah, while the fight itself may not be that great in terms of its execution. And certainly I never, ever buy, I mean, it's, it's Superman would win this fight and ultimately Superman does win, uh, on, on two levels. I mean, Batman has his fake heart attack. And then after that, Superman realizes what's going on. So he's not even actually tricked. Um, so, uh, I'll give a little love to the Dark Knight uh, Returns because I think it, even though the the Superman Supergirl Dark Side fight is absolutely phenomenal, 
Um, there's another Superman dark side fight on here, which I actually enjoy a little bit more. Uh, and, uh, and because the dark Knight rises has more kind of depth and more, more sort of See? personality. I'm going to go with that. A uh, vote for <laughs> the dark Knight returns. See, See, it's gonna it's gonna be a long time before it switches back to returns instead of rises because you said rises, Mike. But Sorry. Superman and Supergirl beating the shit out of Darkseid is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Juan, this one is yours. It is Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Keith David in They Live versus Blunt Man and Chronic versus Cockknocker in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. So. Um Roddy Piper versus Keith David. That fight, talk about like, you know, when, what they were saying earlier about the fight from 48 Hours, the, how it looked real. Um, or no, I'm sorry. It was about the Rocky fight. How it looked like they snuck a few real hits in there. Like they were really going at it. Um, and I know that Roddy Piper is, you know, experienced in the whole wrestle, wrestling uh, choreographed fight. I wasn't going to call it fake. I know you thought I was. Um, but uh, I think that that fight was really raw. The fight with Roddy Piper and um, Keith David, like they were really going at it, and Keith was just very stubborn. Like I'm not trying on those stupid glasses, which really somebody tries to make me put on a pair of glasses. I won't put them on either. I don't know why he did those things, but so I, 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 that fight was really, really, like I said, it was really raw. Um, I don't know if it was choreographed or not. Maybe parts of it were, but I I got that one. I thought it was funny though. They're beating the crap out of each other. And they start swinging sticks at each other. And Roddy Piper accidentally breaks the window on the back of his car. And at that point, he says, sorry. Like, that's going to make it all better. Like, you know, I'm beating your ass, but I didn't mean to make, break the window in your car. Um, the Blunt Man and Chronic, I'm sorry, yeah, versus uh, Cockknocker. That was just funny. I, I thought that the whole movie was really um, kind of funny with all of its references to, you know, like, Batman and Jed- Jedis and the Force and all that. I, I really liked it. And then the fact that they got Mark Hamill to come in and do the whole cockknocker thing that was hilarious um but i think that um looking at it i'm probably going to vote for roddy piper versus uh, david a vote for the fight from they live um i am voting for blunt man and chronic versus cockknocker for two reasons reason number one because i've touched the blunt mobile reason number two because mark hamill does the joker voice as cockknocker and that shit is awesome uh yeah true story true story yeah I, I, that's it. Those are the only. Uh, there no. I'm not voting for any good reason against anything. Just voting for. I've touched the Bluntmobile, and Mark Hamill does his Joker voice. So I'm going with Bluntman and Chronic. Uh, Anthony. Uh, th- this is a hard freaking battle because I love both of them. My best one is uh, the best one is why do they call you Cockknocker? Funny story. And he gets punched in the motherfucking cock. I, I love the little touches, callbacks to Star Wars with the lightsaber battle. Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill calling back his Luke Skywalker. But fucking they live. That fight is awesome. And the fact that it's over wearing a pair of sunglasses. They did. He Roddy Piper busted out a backdrop suplex. Google it. You'll know what I'm talking about. And they just went on and on and on and on. And the blood and the bruises came in. I'm like, this is a fucking fight. I love this shit. I'm going with the They Live fight. A vote for the They Live fight. Uh, Mike. The, uh, the They Live fight uh, is often uh, picked as, uh, as the best fights in, in film. Um, if you look at, at most lists compiled by 
any kind of film expert or, or film geeks. Uh, and it's an incredible fight. It's parodied uh, on South Park uh, with the cripple fight between uh, Jimmy and Timmy. Uh, it, you know, it, it goes on too long and that makes it uncomfortable. And it's, it's just really, uh, really powerful fight. But like you, Damon, I'm going to vote for Blunt Man and Chronic uh, for two reasons, uh, one of which is not insignificant, uh, and that is because it is it is really the only real comedy fight on here. And uh, I think when we think of fight, we think of action, we think of ass kicking. But, you know, comedy as or fighting as comedy goes back uh, pretty much to the beginning of storytelling, too. And I think that uh, it's often overlooked how entertaining it can be when it's not badass but uh, when it's just funny and, and this is funny and and two uh because of uh, and I, w- I was I actually would have voted for for they live except when i rewatched this i remembered one line that just was blew me away and that's when mark hamill says don't fuck with a jedi master son so i'm gonna vote for blunt man and chronic a vote for blunt man and chronic it is all tied up it comes down to you dan which one is moving on um well Again, They Live, I hadn't heard of until I saw this list. And it's a movie that I'm probably going to go back and watch because it looks pretty hilarious. But out of context, it is it's it is a pretty stupid fight, you know, fighting over glasses. Granted, this is going up against Bluntman and Crowning versus Cockknocker, which is also a stupid fight because that's the point of it. I'm going to have to vote for Bluntman and Chronic, though, because Mark Hamill gets his hand chopped off again and he says oh not again and that's just hilarious a vote for blunt man and chronic and blunt man and chronic are moving on into the next round we are on to our next fight it is what? yeah Sorry. i know i know uh, it is boondock saints versus uh, uh what is it the roman uh that's from Boon- and their daddy uh, from Boondock Saints 2 versus Neo versus Agent Smith from The Matrix. That first fight. We're not talking. At least I don't think it's from the first uh, movie, not the first fight. Uh, right. You, well, you know what I mean? Hold on. To be clear, because it came up in the emails when we were prepping the um, the Neo versus Agent Smith. Now, it's not ending in the subway. It's carrying on. Well, that's how, how I interpret it. Other people can interpret it however you you prefer. Well, as long as it's not the one from Matrix, what is it, Revolutions? No, I'm this fired. is from the okay. first movie. <laughs> from the Matrix. From the Matrix. Okay, uh, cool. I'm good. And, Go and yeah, and yeah. I would call uh, it the closing, the, the, the uh, final battle between Smith and uh, Neo. Yeah, okay. if you don't watch any other Matrix movie and erase them from your mind because uh, they're okay. But uh, yeah, I, I do love the fight with Neo versus Agent Smith when, when Neo finally understands how to use the force Luke. So I, I'm going to go with uh, Neo versus agent Smith. Not that I don't like the boondock saints fight. It's just, there are way too, there just way too much shooting in that fight. <laughs> I don't know why I just didn't make any sense to me. Anthony. Uh, this is an easy one. Neo versus agent Smith. Um, saw the boondock saints clip. Uh, I, I get what was going on, but uh, I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for two people beating the shit out of each other. There it is. All right. Neo versus Agent Smith. Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Neo versus Agent Smith. Uh, as has been said. Now, I actually did like uh, both the uh, the Burly Man fight, as it's called, in, in Reloaded and the big epic fight 
in Revolutions. Uh, I thought they were they both uh, built very nicely from this beginning fight. Each one really escalates to a great degree. But I think the reason that those kind of work at all is because this first one uh, was just so tight and lean. And, you know, it's it, it uses the digital effects. It's got the uh, bullet time in it, but it's also got a lot of just real sort of fight choreography. Um, and, you know, more importantly, it is it is meaning. It is instead of running, Neo uh, starts to believe and he starts to realize who he is and what he is. And uh, he overcomes that that fear uh, of, of you know, the, the fear that he's not this, you know, th that he can't do these things that, he could, that you can do in the Matrix. So because it's kind of just a lot more meaningful and the choreography is fantastic. And when I, when I went back and rewatched it, I had actually forgotten just how good the Wachowskis were with actual real wire work choreography. I mean, it's uh, it's really good stuff. Uh, another vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. Dan. Um, this is a not really a challenging fight for me because uh, The Matrix is one of my favorite movies. However, that's probably going to win, so I'll have time to vote for that later on. And I'm one of the few people who liked Boondocks, Boondock Saints, too. So I'm going to throw a vote that way. Uh, vote for Boondock Saints 2. Juan. So I guess like sometimes taking the fight out of the context of the movie makes it hard to understand. Like, you know, like I guess the different points of it. I thought it was cool that in the Boondock Saints fight, um, you see the, the dad, I forgot his name. I don't know. He's wearing the vest that the Roman made for him because the Roman made him into the assassin that he became. And he pulled out the guns the way he used to when he was doing the hitman thing for, for the Roman. So I thought that that was cool, that he was using that to take out the bad guys that the Roman was using to try to kill him. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> oh man, I had his name, but I forgot it. The guy that played the Roman, he was the devil in Ghost Rider. What the hell was his name? Peter Fonda? Billy Connolly? No, Billy Connolly plays the dad. Right. I was talking about the Roman. Peter actually, Fonda. Roman mm. Peter Fonda, right. So, you know, the fact that it was Peter Fonda and he's just kind of sitting there like, you know, in a daze while all this shooting is going on. And granted, it's not a pretty fight and there are a whole lot of bullets. It's one of those um, shooting scenes where apparently the only buddy, only people that ever practice with their guns are the good guys because they seem to be the only ones hitting people until the end where the, the all the guys tend to get hit around the same time. Like it was perfectly, you know, like that's the time for the fight to stop. But anyway, um, that I thought that that was a really good fight with you know and i love the boondock saints they're fun movies um the neo versus agent smith i love the matrix it is absolutely one of my favorite movies ever and that is one of my favorite fight scenes because of you know the choreography and the way that it you know that it symbolizes neo finally like quit he stops being a little bitch um and he starts to actually man up and own this neo thing like you know the whole part of the fight scene especially when in the subway where he says my name is not or my name, my name is Neo because um, Agent Smith keeps calling him Mr. Anderson. So that was a really big turning point for me in the movie too, um, or in the storyline. Uh, and I, I, well, we don't have to talk about the other movies. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Boondock Saints. Just Thank you, Mr. Anderson. Uh, a vote for the Boondock Saints. But Neo and Agent Smith are moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is the first unknown fight of the evening. Uh, it, Anthony, this one is yours. It is Iron Man versus War Machine in Iron Man 2 versus Karen's pick goes back to some old school gaming. 
Star Fox versus Andros from, well, the Star Fox games. God damn. I really didn't want to vote for Iron Man versus War Machine. That fight, I, I know there was the whole internal conflict with Tony Starks and dealing with the machine that's saving his life is actually killing him and his self-destruction, self-destructive behavior. But that was such a corny-ass, lame fight. The whole ting-ting of every punch and, and the whole stand-down, I was like, God, are you kidding me? This is crap. Who put this on the list? But I hate Star Fox with a passion. I'm going with the Iron Man 2 fight. You could have abstained from voting at all. <laughs> a vote for Iron Man. But there's a chance that it might that the other one might get in over the I, I don't know. It might be a tie and I don't I don't want anything. I, God, I hate that. A vote for the Iron Man versus <laughs> War Machine fight, Mike. Uh I have no idea what uh, Karen's pick is. Um, and I, I actually uh, was kind of curious as to what, what the uh, unknown would be. I thought that the fight, the actual fight itself uh, between War Machine and Iron Man was, was fairly well done. Uh, there were moments that I liked a lot. Uh, I think overall it was a pretty well executed fight. Um, I love the, uh, the, the soundtrack to it as well. And it's, but but I I don't think it. I thought it was really kind of weird and awkward in the movie. I thought it kind of came out of nowhere and it didn't really click character wise. But because I don't really know the other one, and because I think the fight itself, out of context, this is an instance where knowing the context makes the fight worse instead of better. But out of context, it's actually a a well choreographed, well executed fight. But mostly because I have no clue what the other one is. A vote for War Machine versus Iron Man. Yeah, that's right. Black guy goes first. Uh, Dan? Uh, I'm kind of in the same lines with uh, Mike here that I never really played Star Fox, so I'm going to have to go with Iron Man 2. I'll just keep it short. Another vote for Iron Man 2. Juan? Um, Right, so... I think that the fight scene was actually pretty well done. I like how when uh, Iron Man um, picks up the, the dumbbell and drops off one side of the weight and just kind of uses the other one to like, swing at War Machine. That was my favorite part of the fight. I like that. Um, and the music was pretty killer. I, th- I like the way that the fight starts with, hey, Goldstein, play a fat beat for me to beat my friend's ass to or kick my friend's ass to or whatever it was that he said. I thought that was cool. I think it was beat. Beat, yeah. So um, I'm going to go with that fight because I had never played the other game. Nobody played any of the Star Fox games. No. Wow. Um, I, I guess I'm going to throw a quick uh, pity vote to Star Fox because those were some really hard fucking annoying ass games. And the, and the final fight, which is Star Fox versus Andros, is a fucking bitch if you can get to it, which, it, which I seriously doubt you can get to. And uh, Star Fox 64 was the shit. I love the shit out of that game. Um, but Iron Man versus War Machine is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Superman versus Bane from the Adventures of Superman animated series versus River Tam versus the Reavers in Serenity, the Firefly movie. You now, this, this is funny because uh, everyone will obviously assume I'll vote for the Superman fight over the Firefly fight. Um, although I actually did see Serenity, and I. I I did recall this fight. I was not as blown away because 
uh, obviously not having watched Firefly, I didn't really realize. I thought I thought River Tam uh, beat people down like this all the time. I had no clue. Um, but uh, when I when I actually watched the fight again today, uh, it my pro- one of my problems with uh, Serenity and uh, and and one of my early concerns about the Avengers movie is it it the the fight in there was actually a fairly nicely choreographed TV show fight, but it really didn't have the scale. Uh, of of a of a movie fight and and when I was watching the scene again today uh, I was like oh my god Joss Whedon has come so far in uh, in executing a a, a badass fight um, but I'm going to vote for Superman uh, versus Bane if you haven't seen it this is pro- quite possibly my favorite episode of uh, Superman the animated series it's where Superman poses as Batman and uh, and yeah Bane the way Batman interacts with a villain like Bane is on an intellectual level. Um, he really physically can't beat him. Uh, but then Bane comes along and, you know, drops a big kind of Easter Island looking thing on Batman and just figures that he's, he's got him. And yeah, Superman just sort of lifts it off and beats the shit out of Bane. Uh, I also love that uh, when the Mad Hatter takes off after that, Superman just sort of moves in super speed and, and makes it almost appear like Batman's just appearing out of nowhere and it makes you realize if if Batman had Superman's powers, he would be even more terrifying. Um, it's a fantastic scene. I think it's really interesting that God Superman's on here what like five times. Yep, something uh, like that. So even though Superman is not particularly popular on geek fights, Superman fighting people certainly is. Um, so I will vote for Superman. A uh, vote for the Man of Steel, and yeah, we are going to do a best of Superman in like June. It's going to happen. We're going to go all soups out. Uh, Dan. I love both of these fights. It's kind of a tough challenge for me to pick one. Superman versus Bane, I think, is would have been better if I didn't know it was Superman the whole time so that I could be surprised like the villains were when you know he gets up after that ton of rock hits him. I also like the fight in the background with... Uh, Robin fighting the Riddler. It's kind of amusing and just a little bit of humor to the very awesome fight. However, I love River Tam being the crap out of the Reavers. It's, you know, something that you've kind of been waiting for if you've watched Firefly and Serenity. And it finally. All three of you? Yeah, all three of us. (laughs) We get together once a year and watch it. Um, Hey, that's four, bitch. I, I saw that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, I, I don't know. She just kicks the crap out of everyone, and she's used to be a dancer, so it's very beautiful. She's almost dancing while beating the crap out of these zombie-like creatures. And yeah, oh, I love it. a vote for River Tam. Uh, Juan. Ah, River Tam. Um, I, I enjoyed watching the show and she was actually the main reason why I started watching the show in the first place. And then I discovered all the other beautiful ladies on the show. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. Uh, the Superman fight. Okay. I thought it was pretty cool. However, I, I also thought it was kind of short. It wasn't really, I, I guess, I don't know how you could draw it out longer, but you know, Bane's always hitting the button and going really big. And I, I, know, I guess I got kind of tired of seeing that. And, um, and not just like in that particular series, but in general, the whole Bane concept, which 
by the way, I didn't see the last Batman movie. You can throw stones at me later. And um, <clears throat> so I don't really, I didn't really care for the fight that much. I mean, Robin took out the Riddler pretty quick and those little comments off to the side were pretty funny. I, I thought that was kind of cool. It made the fight a little bit interesting, but I thought that was more interesting than the actual Bane Superman versus Batman thing. So I'm going to go with River Tam versus the Reavers. Because if she didn't kick their ass, they would have totally eaten her. Like limb from limb. A vote for River Tam. Um, it's Superman versus Bane. It can't be anything but brief. Because even though Bane is more than a match physically for Batman, he is nowhere near Superman's level. Nowhere near. And we're talking about in comic book animated form because you know we're not talking about the movie movie version is way depowered compared to what he is in the comic books um and super and, and i do love the fact that they still they to this day they don't know at least in that universe that that wasn't batman pushing that thing off and then beating the shit out of him and being that terrifying because they don't know it's superman i, I think that's part of the my, my pleasure with that fight is the fact that he he keeps the uh, the the secret of him being Batman and you know hidden. They they still don't realize it's Superman. They just think that Batman fucking beefed up. And I I've got to go with Superman versus Bane. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Anthony. Which one takes the win? Um, the best part of the Superman versus Bane fight isn't even the fight. It's Robin over there saying, "Oh, he's been working out." And the way he was messing with the Riddler. And on top of that, Firefly has Monica Baccarat, who's a fine-ass Brazilian chick. So by extension, I got to give it to that fight. So River Tam versus the Reavers moves on, even though, okay, River Tam versus the Reavers is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Uh, Dan, this one is This is why people don't like brown coats. I know. Uh, <laughs> and you know what you're talking about too, so shut up. What, what's funny is I, I almost thought you were going to say brown people, but <laughs> there's a couple of us. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to say. But uh, damn, this fight is yours. It is Zen versus the bad guys in chocolate, right? Chocolate, uh, yes, ver- chocolate. versus uh, Deathstroke versus the Justice League in Identity Crisis. Well, I think Zen versus the bad guys is my favorite uh, martial arts fight on this list. But Deathstroke versus the JLA in Identity Crisis is one of my favorite fights and one of my favorite comics and was actually a big part of me getting as into comics as I am nowadays. So I'm going to have to go with Deathstroke versus the JLA just because Deathstroke is badass and takes out almost the entire JLA before they recoup and kick his ass. Uh, Vote for uh, Deathstroke versus the Justice League. Uh, Juan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Mute. Um, So, I know who Deathstroke is. I know who the JLA is. I have no idea what identity crisis is. So, I'm just going to say that up front. I did look at the comics that were posted and... um, Zen versus the bad guys is, I think, a really great fight. Um, first, you know, it's the autistic girl who's doing all the Muay Thai fighting, and you know, they show clips of her remembering other fight scenes uh, that she watched, which is how she learned how to fight in the first place. Um, and she's just all over the place. I mean, she's like straightforward um, with the uh, toe-to-toe 
um, slugfest, and then she goes into like the crouching position, going around and, and, and hiding and drawing out the enemy, and then she has to fight the crazy retard. Uh, sorry, the, the crazy uh, breakdancing fighter guy, and learns his style. I, I think it's an all around really great fight. So I'm gonna go with Zen versus Bad Guys. A uh, vote for Zen versus Bad Guys, and uh, I, I do have to mention. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, when when we say the Justice League, this isn't the normal Superman, Batman, Justice League. I mean, there are some powerful characters in, in the, the team, no doubt. But you add Superman to almost any fight and uh, Superman wins. Uh, but it is Deathstroke. Uh, versus, uh, sorry, it, it is a non-Superman Justice League. And uh, Deathstroke is fucking badass. Uh, I love the shit out of this fight. I actually really did like Identity Crisis, but it was the beginning of the end of the DC universe that I loved. So I, I'm, I'm going to vote for that. I'm going to vote for that fight. Uh, Anthony. Um, I'll leave someone else to talk about Zen versus the bad guys uh, in more depth and give it the context that it deserves. I saw the fight. I, I, I thought it was uh, pretty good, pretty nice. I, I'm enjoying the moves that she's putting on. But this is Deathstroke. I've never seen a fight where the bad guy just one decidedly kicked the ass of the superhero team. And okay, yeah, the big three weren't there, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. But you had Green Lantern, Flash, Zartana, Hawkman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Elongated Man, which are not people to sneeze at. And he proceeded to, one by one, beat the shit out of them, immobilize them, and almost got Kyle Rayner's power ring. That shit made me a Deathstroke fan, and I wish I could see more fights like this. And did I mention that it was one guy doing it against them? I'm going for the Identity Crisis fight. I'll vote for Identity Crisis and Mike. Um, I'm going to vote for uh, Zen versus Bad Guys and Chocolate. Uh, even though I'm not familiar with the movie, uh, I did watch the scene, and it is a very well done scene. And I'm, I'm not a big martial arts uh, movie fan. Um, but I actually really did not like, I mean, I, I loved Identity Crisis, um, but I did not like the Deathstroke versus the JLA sequence it, precisely for the reasons that you guys are, are, are saying is, is I think it's actually a ridiculous fight. Um, this is kind of an example where you've got, and this happens with Deathstroke a lot, where they will kind of do some very, very contrived things to make him defeat people who are way, way out of his, uh, out of his class. And just realistically, we're talking realistically comic books. Um, I, I just, I just never bought it. I think it's one of those examples where he became a popular character and because he became a popular character, uh, they started writing sort of ridiculous scenarios that, uh, that made him seem like a badass. And it, it really all just comes off as kind of bad fan fiction as far as I'm concerned. Um, really, you know, we talk about, you don't have Superman in there. You've got the flash in there. Flash can move at the speed of light. The only one that really could stop the Flash is maybe the Martian Manhunter and Superman. Uh, but, oh, we'll come up with a, a, a relatively contrived way to make this guy, which is basically just a one-eyed Batman knockoff in kind of a stupid costume. Um, I've never liked Deathstroke, so the fact that he beats the Justice League I thought was just kind of ridiculous. And, and what, it was a low point in what was an otherwise really good comic book. A vote for Zen versus the bad guys, but Deathstroke versus the Justice League is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Obi-Wan Kenobi, this one is yours. It is Luke versus Vader from The Empire Strikes Back versus 
the man in black versus Indigo Indigo Montoya. Oh man. From the Princess Bride. So now, without any sarcasm or trying to make fun of everybody else, I have to say that this is gonna be really tough. This is a really difficult decision for me. <laughs> um Luke versus Vader is a very iconic fight because um it pits, you know, father against son, good versus evil. Um and you know, it's their 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 first kind of face to face encounter where we find out uh, or where we hear the most misquoted line out of the movies, I'm your father, that kind of stuff. But there isn't really a whole lot of sword play going on. And I'm only mentioning that because the one that's going up against the man in black versus the new Matoya is a really awesome sword fighting, um, sword fighting scene. I love the sword play in that uh, from from that movie from Princess Bride, um, and that fight in general. I watched the movie over and over again for that fight. You know, I know you can kind of pick and choose the scene and you can watch that. I, I've done that too, but I really enjoy watching that fight scene. Um, it's part of the reason why I started collecting swords. It's part of the reason why I have any respect for those skinny little blades. Um, I, I really enjoy the sword play in that. Um, I know that there's a lot of other stuff going on in the Luke versus Vader battle. The force is getting used. We see Vader kind of do stuff without having to point and move stuff. He's just kind of, I don't know, he's just kind of standing there. Um, and I kind of, I kind of don't like the Luke versus that particular Luke versus Vader battle. I kind of like the one from Jedi better. Um, but you know, that's just me. So I'm going to vote for Man in Black versus Indigo Montoya. A uh, vote for the Man in Black versus Indigo Montoya. Um, the thing I think what you're seeing in the the Man in Black versus Indigo is the fact that they both have to try. Um, yes. The the Vader versus Luke fight, the reason I love it is because Vader does not have to try. He is toying with this guy. He's toying with him the whole entire time, which is pissing off Luke even more throughout the fight. And you can see it in Luke's face. You can see it in the way he's fighting. You can see it on how much more sloppy he's getting. And he's completely untrained. He's, complete, he's completely and totally outclassed in this fight. And that's why I like it, because he happens to get away. Like There's no way he should have lost that fight. Or sorry, he should have walked away from that fight. Uh, the only reason he does is because Vader is so much more powerful and knows it and just wants to fuck with the kid for a while. And yeah, he's his daddy. I, I love it. As a matter of fact, I like that fight more than the Jedi fight just because the Jedi fight, I guess they're almost equals, but not really. Like It, it really is. That one's lopsided too because Luke is way more powerful than Vader in that fight. Uh, it, it's just he has to realize it. But in this fight, uh, it, this is the death of bitch Luke and the rise of Jedi Luke uh, or Master Luke. I, I'm going to go with Luke versus Vader. Anthony. Good Lord. You, you summed that up perfectly with that. Can I use that? Can I steal that? Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to tweet it out. Um, it's Prior Strikes Back. I all, it's, it's the best film. I say it's the best lightsaber duel. Beyond that, you have um, I guess the master versus the apprentice. You have someone who's in total full control against someone who, who's, who's, who, who's totally acting on emotion. And I, I do, I love it. And it's just so simple compared to what Lucas would give us later. And I, I just love that fight between them. Luke trying and trying and Darth Vader like, okay, this guy got a little something, but... I'm still going to end this because I'm that badass of a badass. And, you know, I, I, I have to say, 
um, Damon, that everything that you say about Luke versus Vader, you can say the same thing about the men in black versus Indigo Montoya. It's so clever. It's so cute. And Indigo Montoya, he's trying hard. He has no idea who the man in black is. The man in black knows, I got this guy. I mean, he didn't, from maybe the first minute or so, he wasn't sure, but at the, at the midpoint of the fight, he knew he had this guy. He was toying with him. He was showing off to him, like, you're good. I will give you that, but I'm that much better. And just the dialogue between them is so witty. I just was like, this is the best part of what I say is the best fairy tale movie of all time. Fuck Snow White, fuck Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Little Mermaid, Princess Bride. That's the one I'm picking. As you wish, Mike. Uh, it's totally uh, Luke versus Vader for me. Um, I, I love the Princess Bride. Uh, and it's a great fight scene. It's a very well choreographed fight scene. And, and if we're just going to judge this just explicitly on the sword play, uh, that would be the, the superior one. But but this isn't really about this. I mean, this is an example for me of, of whether or not what what the fight is really about. Um, and and you know what what you said, Damon, is pretty much dead on. And and it starts off with with Vader even saying, you know, the Force is strong with you, young Skywalker but you are not a Jedi yet. And, and he just proceeds to prove that point to him repeatedly for the next seven or eight minutes or so. Uh, Vader is just toying with him. It, this is not a battle of equals and, and Vader isn't, doesn't, uh, isn't fucking with him just at first, like for fun or for a cat and mouse Vader's fucking with him because he wants to basically put him in his place and then destroy his entire world in an effort to, to turn him. That's Vader's goal here is not to kill him, is not to beat him, but to turn him. And uh, I mean, that's really the only kind of re redeeming thing that Luke does is he would rather just sort of fall to his death, even though he doesn't die, um, than, than actually turn. Uh, the, the emotional resonance in this scene is, is amazing. Uh, and, you know, for me, it starts off with an absolutely just beautiful shot with Luke and Vader uh, both in silhouette, except for the lights on Vader's chest and Luke ignites his lightsaber. And there's that pause as Vader just kind of goes, well, okay. And then lights his, and it's really just, it's a, a great visual and it's just a powerful emotional moment. And I think everybody in the audience knows, oh shit, Luke's, Luke's going to lose. And he did. And you know, that, that's what makes empire the great movie is this, it's the downer ending. And then this is an example where the hero got his ass kicked uh, pretty handily and, uh, and got his hand chopped off. Oh, not again. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dan, which one is moving through. Wow. The power. Oh, geez. Um, this one's tough because I've seen both of these movies many, many times. They're both a big part of my childhood. I still enjoy both of them. Ah, uh, I put Man in Black versus Inigo Montoya on the list because it is one of my favorite movies. And my, I really want to vote for it, but I don't know if I can vote against Luke versus Vader. I mean... Search your feelings, Dan. Yes, but I don't know. I, I, mm. You know it to be true. 
Empire Strikes Back is the beginning of Luke being awesome, end of Luke being a bitch, and it's great. It is the best Star Wars movie. However, Princess Bride is the best fairy tale movie, as has been said. Um, you know, I would vote for Empire Strikes Back, but I know something you don't know. I'm left-handed. Princess Bride. Yeah! Uh, uh, Princess Bride, the man in black versus Antigua Montoya is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Ow, this hurts. I wish I, I didn't have to talk on this next fight so I could just sit and cry for a while. <laughs> it is Superman versus Captain Marvel from Kingdom Come versus uh, Cho Osaka, Osaki versus uh, Brayden, the Revenge of the Ninja. And uh, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm going to go with Superman versus Captain Marvel just as a fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Anthony? You know, hate leads to anger. That's not a good look, Damien. And anger not leads to suffering. I, I am on the dark side all day long, baby. Uh, um, that, that, the, the Revenge of the Ninja fight is freaking amazing. It's freaking awesome. I love it. When I first saw it back when I was, uh, what, seven or eight years old, I, had, I really didn't know what the hell was going on. I just was like, God damn it, I want those shoes. I want to kick like that. And a knife. And just like everything you were saying in Empire Strikes Back, it was going on in this fight. Braden was toying with Cho the whole fight. He was like, yeah, you're a ninja, but damn it, I learned some shit too. And he was kicking his ass. He was knife. It was brutal as fuck. Hitting him in the face. He was bleeding. They were stabbing each other. They was cutting each other. Then dude decided to play hide and seek. And these are ninjas. That right there says that. Ninjas. Fuck, you have it against Superman and Captain Marvel. I don't like you people. Come on. Uh, I always, I never knew how powerful Captain Marvel was. I, you know, I read about it and just saying that Shazam and just blowing Superman the fuck up. I know, Damon, you had a problem with that in our Kingdom Come uh, book review. But damn it, I thought that was awesome. And then the little moment at the end where he finally, Superman's finally able to catch him and tell him what's at stake and what he can do and have, gives him the choice. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But it's a fucking ninja! I'm going with that. Uh, vote for <laughs> um, Revenge of the Ninja. Mike? You know, when, when you were explaining uh, the Revenge of the Ninja uh, stuff just a second ago it all clicked when you said back when you were eight years old because i never saw revenge of the ninja and i didn't see this scene until uh i watched it for this fight oh and i was like oh my god this is ridiculous it's horrible it actually comes off like a bad saturday night live sketch if you didn't watch it when you were a kid or if you're you see it out of context um whereas the Superman versus Captain Marvel fight, even though I did have a problem with the, it was me who had the problem with the way that the lightning was used. And I thought that was kind of ridiculous. It's still a pretty uh, impressive and pretty amazing fight. And uh, I don't, I don't think uh, action scenes uh, work as well in a lot of comics, or at least fight scenes, because you don't have motion. Um, but maybe it's something about the way Alex Ross is able to paint it, how he's able to make it realistic. Um, or because, you know, just a, a few artists really can get that kind of kind of explosive action and, and dynamic uh, 
movement through in, in, in what are static images. And this is a great example of that. I mean, as, a, as I said in our book review, this, I think this is one of my favorite comics of all time. And this was a fantastic, epic uh, battle between two Titans. And you really, you know, the, the type of like Damon, when you were saying that, uh, that DC works better in animated uh, in, in animation, because you can really see the power that uh, these people have. I think it's because that static image typically can't convey it except for a few artists. But I think this is one of the instances where you really understand the power that's behind these punches and, and these fights. And then to add the meaning that's that, you know, I'm always looking for here on top of that. Uh, that's just really icing on the cake. So uh, I'll go with Superman versus Captain Marvel. I'll vote for Superman versus Captain Marvel. Damn. I also have not seen Revenge of the Ninja until seeing the epic fight scene from for this. And it was a pretty epic fight scene. You know, a 10-minute rooftop ninja scene that involves a hot tub and a flamethrower and a whole lot of badass martial arts. But it's hard to pass up Superman fighting Captain Marvel. I took uh, your comic book club as an excuse to read it again and it was just it's such a fantastic story and you've got these two almost gods going after each other and it, it's just such an epic scale that it's hard to pass up so i'm going for superman versus captain marvel a vote for superman versus captain marvel and Juan. all right so put the frame around the uh, ninja fight Braden, the guy with the mask the white dude is actually the one that orchestrated the death of the of Cho Osaki's family at the beginning of the movie. You don't find that out until later. And there's all kinds of bad, like, you know, early 80s, late 70s type imagery in there where, like, you know, there's a white girl trying to seduce the ninja dude and she does, like, her karate training and just the gi top, but not with the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's funny. And then there's a kid in there, too, who's also learning his ninja skills. So it's all kind of, like, in there. And when he finds out that the really bad um, porn knockoff bad guy, Braden, is the one that killed his family, he goes after him, and that's how they end up on the roof. It's a cool fight. Don't get me wrong. The whole tennis mat or tennis court thing where they're like making finger signs at each other and kind of grunting, it's interesting for like the, the ninja setup. Um, it's a cool fight. Honor. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But damn it. Yeah, I was I was on the edge of my seat reading Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. I know it doesn't work that way normally because he changes, but I thought that was really flipping cool in Kingdom Come. And I like the book in general, and I'm I'm on the same boat. The 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 fight of Superman versus Captain Marvel, like in my head, using my imagination, watching like, you know, using those paintings as a guide was amazing. I really like I was I think I was dreaming about that fight after I read that book. Um, so I'm going to go with Superman versus Captain Marvel, even though I love me some ninjas. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Superman versus Captain Marvel. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> and Superman versus uh, Captain Marvel is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Anthony, this one is yours. It is Beatrice Kiddo, which I, I'm not going to call her Beatrice. I'm going to call her the bride because at this point, she's the bride. We don't know her name yet. Versus Orenishi from Kill Bill. Versus Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor versus Darkseid, which is the end of Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> um, just for some context, is is, is the, the Bride versus Arin Ishii just the um, 
the the garden fight, or are we talking about the entire crazy eighty eight? I would call it. I would think it would just be the garden fight because that's just the that's the fight. The the stuff before it is the battle. But I mean, well, true, it is a battle, but it is one person against many, which I think you described earlier as kind of being a battle as opposed. Oh, I'm sorry, you did, never mind. Yeah, well, hey, hey, you know, if you want to, because but you didn't say versus the eight crazy eighty eights yeah, leading up to Orny. No, me, those are two different fights. Out, though, but uh, go ahead, Anthony. I, so what have he, what's the consensus? Whatever, Whatever you decide. You want, however you want to pick it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go literally, literal for the best fight and keep it to the bride versus Ren Ishii. And I'm sorry, but I have a problem with this Gaijin kicking the ass of a, of a half Japanese, half Chinese American. I, I'm not cool with that. I mean... He's trained by Taipei. So was she, so was a, a Ren. No, you don't. No, you don't know that. They never said Oren was. But never mind. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I cut you off. My bad. No, that's cool. It's cool. I like fighting. No problem. It's the best fight. Um, but Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor, that is just an amazing... Beyond just the fight, everything that went into that, you got Darkseid coming in there. and Darkseid is like... I guess for context, Darkseid was thought to be dead in season two when his ship blew up after Brainiac tried to assimilate Apocalypse. And Luther went on this. Luther, who went, who was also himself affected with Brainiac, was on this obsessive mission to reconstitute. I think that's the right word, Brainiac. And somehow his dumbass went into space and reconstituted Darkseid. Major fuck up. And apparently he was powerful as fuck. And the only thing on his mind was, I'm going to fuck Superman up. And he went to, oh, and he went to war, brought, Everybody down there, and he went to Metropolis, and there's Batman, Luther, and Superman. Two humans and, a, and I guess, a mega human. And he's talking, Darkseid is talking shit to Luther. He's punching Superman back and forth. I mean, he's talking shit to Batman. Batman dodged the Omega Beings. I really, really, really love this fight, and, except for the ending. You know, I, I kind of thought it was a little anticlimactic. I understand how it makes sense because... Uh, Dark Side was looking for the anti anti life equation, but it was just like, okay, what happened? And the bride fight, as much as it's kind of anticlimactic, I I don't think its authenticity is correct. I don't care if Taipei did train her; that shouldn't happen. It was a really beautiful scene. It was just quiet. There was no music. This was real honorable two samurais. Just fighting for each other, fighting to fighting each other to the death. So I'm gonna go with Kill Bill. A vote for the bride, Mike. Like, yeah, should I hang up? No, 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 Mike. Uh, th- this again is a tough one. Um, I uh, I said that I'm not a big fan of of, of martial arts uh, films and martial arts fights, but I, I thought uh, this fight in Kill Bill was was very well executed, and I think that's one of the the things that I, I, I do like about the Kill Bill movies is even though it's Quentin Tarantino at his best takes some things that uh, that he he loved as a kid, but then he he puts a level of polish and execution on them uh, that, that really you know take them up to the best of of, of Hollywood uh, blockbusters. But uh, and I absolutely love the ending of this. I mean, regardless of whether or not you think it it, it would or wouldn't happen. 
uh, just that kind of lopping off of the, the top of the head, I just think was hilarious. But I'm going to vote for the Superman, Batman, Luther fight. As soon as we said we were doing uh, best fight as an episode, this was the thing that, that came to, to mind immediately because this is, is one of my all-time favorite fights. And it's because it really, you know, what one of the things that a great fight does in addition to just the fight is how much it reveals about character. Um, so you get to see Luther be treacherous. You get to see Batman be clever. You get to see uh, those character moments revealed. And and most importantly is that, that thing with Superman at the very end when he says, I live in a world made of cardboard. You have no idea what it's like to have to hold back all the time, but you can take it. And that's when it's like, okay, he finally gets to unleash. He finally gets to basically let out you know, a lifetime full of holding back, um, on dark side, not just because he finally gets to let it out, but because it's what he needs to do. And that scene where he punches dark side through like four or five buildings and then flies over to the other side, uh, faster than dark sides going through the air and then just pounds him into the ground. You know, Damon, when you were talking about, you know, really understanding just how powerful Superman uh, is, uh, this was the scene that really did this. And this was years before uh, the, the Superman dark side fight from, uh, from the animated movie. So because it really has so much more character um, than, than most fights, even, even like from the, the animated series. And because it really does just kind of let you see Superman when he can cut loose. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite. It was probably my favorite moment in, in the justice league series uh, in general, and uh, it's one of my all-time favorite fights. A vote for Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor versus Darkseid. Dan? Um, this one's an interesting matchup, because I don't really see the Bride versus Oren Ishii as being a great fight. It's it's a lot of great build-up. It's a lot of great action coming up to their fight. But once it gets to them, it's like maybe 15 seconds of actually fighting and a lot of them staring at each other, which is Tar- what Tarantino is great at, but I don't, I didn't really enjoy that part as much. Superman, Batman and Lex Luthor versus dark side. I completely agree with everything Mike said about it. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful. And seeing Superman go all out and be happy that he's able to go out loud is just very, very impressive. So I'm going to go with Superman, Batman, and Lex versus Darkseid. Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor versus Darkseid. Juan? Well, um, so going for Beatrix Kiddo versus Orin Ishii. Okay, so um, the bride is looking at it like, this bitch killed me and cost me my baby because she don't know her baby's alive. This is a mom going after somebody who she's holding responsible for trying to kill her on her wedding day or the, during her wedding like rehearsal. Come on, man. That's like a whole lot of depth for this fight. It's a, yeah, it's a lot of buildup and maybe it seems a little bit slow, but she is bound and determined to exact her revenge on this bitch because she killed her, shot her, whatever. Maybe she didn't shoot her directly. That was Bill. Okay, I get it. But you get the idea. That's the setup for the fight. Um, and... Granted, yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty fight because there's this you know it's a quiet, serene surrounding, and there's not a lot of music going on. It's just the two of them going at it, and whether she's Gaijin or not, it doesn't really matter if Taipei trained them both or not. We know that he trained 
Beatrix, and we know that he trained the one-eyed woman. I forgot her name, but they they don't ever mention anything about Orin. Um, we can assume, but it's not mentioned in the movies. Um, so I think that Beatrix, and maybe she doesn't have like a great skill set, but she was able to convince. Um, oh man, you know I put this on the list, and I'm forgetting everybody's name. Son of Peaches. Um, Sonny Chiba's character in the movie he built, he made the sword for her he convinced her to do it and all that kind of stuff so I think that that adds you know kind of importance to the fight Superman Batman versus and Lex Luthor versus Darkseid granted that's a great fight I'm not gonna lie I was like wow that really happened I, I, I had no idea because I hadn't seen it before um, I don't like Lex Luthor <laughs> maybe because I have uh, an affinity or predisposition to liking Superman I really just don't like Lex Luthor. I don't like his character. And yes, we got to see him treacherous. Um, and I, I, I just didn't like him in there. And, and I thought the end of the fight was a really big letdown. I mean, yeah, Superman got to cut loose, but for what? Because Lex Luthor found the, the equation or whatever and ended the fight. Um, he got a couple hits in when he was cutting loose, but he didn't like go all out. But the majority of, of the fight was Superman getting his ass handed to him. Sorry, didn't mean to say that out loud, but it's true. Um, so I'm, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of both of these fights and I'm just going to have to go with the one that I put on the list and go with the Beatrix Kiddo versus Orenishi. A vote for the bride. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. Ah, this one sucks because both of these are really, really, really good fights. Um, and, and actually the thing that nobody's mentioning from the Orenishi fight is the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the duck thing, the water thing that just keeps dunking into the water that's the only sound you hear in there is the and 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 then you hear a clang of swords and i mean it, it, the sound design of that scene is amazing um and yeah superman the i live in a, wor a world of cardboard and, and you don't really realize how powerful superman is until you see him in animated form and then you do there's they're able to do that and hopefully with the new movie that's how powerful he is, the way he has been in the animated series. Um, God damn it. Which way do I go? Um, see? And nobody's going to speak up because they know I'll spite vote right against them automatically. <laughs> <laughs> Superman won a different battle, didn't he? He's won a couple of them so far. You know what? I, against Darkseid too, huh? He won one against Darkseid. He won one with uh, Captain Marvel. All right, there's a lot of Superman already on here. I will go with Beatrice Kiddo beating Oren Ishii's ass. And her head off. That fight is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. And trust me, the next round is going to be much, much shorter. <laughs> Mike, this one is yours. It is Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... um. Uh, versus Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons from the Transformers animated film. I'm assuming that's what we're talking about is the animated film. Yes, that's the one I was choosing. Okay, just just making sure. That's the that's the video clip I sent. Okay, uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, this one went from being uh, very easy for me to being difficult to being easy again. Um, easy because uh, I'm not a Transformers fan. Uh, and I had not seen the Transformers movie, so uh, it was pretty obviously going to be uh, Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. But then, um, you know, when I, I decided to actually watch the clip that was sent out, and uh, 
and I started it up and that God awful music started. And, uh, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is unwatchable. Uh, but then I muted it and actually watched it and it was a really good fight. Uh, even on mute. I mean, it came up. I was amazed at how much emotion could come through in animated robots on mute. And the animation in that movie was so much better than at least what I recall the animation of the TV show, which is probably one of the reasons why I don't like a lot of animated TV shows. But uh, I thought the animation was really solid and the, and the fight choreography was was quite good. So all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm, am I going to be voting for a Transformer cartoon? That's, that's, that's kind of ridiculous. I never would have expected that. Um, but then I realized, well, if I put the music back on, uh, it, it becomes horrible. Whereas with the Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon and Obi- Obi-Wan fight, the music actually makes it that much better. Maybe I should have put, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Duel of Fates. Duel of the Fates over the, uh, the Optimus Prime fight, and it might have uh, worked a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, it, it went back to Phantom Menace when I realized that because that's something that we haven't really talked about much. Um, you know, we mentioned the, the lack of music, although I recall quite a bit more music in the Oranishi fight. That was one of the things that I liked about what Tarantino did is that the music he used was actually quite strong. But uh, out of everything on here, probably the best fight score uh, is is uh, Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. So uh, I will vote for that. I'll vote for episode one. Dan? Um, this one's not really tough for me. I feel really bad for knocking Star Wars out earlier. And the Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan fight might be the best scene in the prequel trilogy. The entire prequel trilogy. And while I do love the epic hair metal music in the Transformers movie. It is definitely not as good as uh, Duel of the Fates. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Star Wars on this one. I'll vote for episode one. Juan? Episode Juan? One? What? Episode um, Juan. Episode Juan. Um, well, Obi-Juan Kenobi gets to cut loose and I thought it was hilarious how personally, I guess it was just me, but how they built up so much on this Darth on Darth Maul, how he's um he was on all of the merchandising. He was like gonna be on everything. I thought he was gonna be the bad guy throughout the initial prequels. Um, but they got rid of him in the first episode. And I thought that that was a great fight. Um it's some really brilliant, you know, Jedi swordsmanship, uh or lightsabership, whatever you want to call it. Um it was a really great fight. I, I like that one a lot. That was one of my favorite Jedi fights ever um optimus prime versus the decepticons i don't i don't i don't know i don't know um i, I kept wanting to call astro train the soul train <laughs> um uh, every time i tried remembering his name even after they're they're yelling it um to take off but um i don't know i didn't really dig that fight too much um i definitely enjoy the darth maul versus qui-gon fight um, a lot more so i'm voting for star wars Another vote for episode one. <laughs> I just like uh, just hammering the home. The fact that people are voting for episode one. Hey, uh, it's one of the few redeeming factors of the movie. Okay. Oh, uh, actually, the movie's still not that bad. It's just that chunk on Tatooine that really sucks, <laughs> which is most yeah. of the movie. But everything outside of Tatooine is actually fine. Um, 
I remember crying at the end of the scene in theaters when I saw Transformers the movie as a child because they killed Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime dies at the end of this. And it's, it's heart-wrenching. And it was the first time I ever heard a cartoon say shit because I don't. I think it was Ironhide that's like, oh shit, and he gets shot in the chest. Like they are taking out characters that I had loved for a while at the beginning of the movie. This uh, this is how the movie starts. Uh, you know, these are all characters that for the last two and a half years, which was a fourth of my life, I've been watching. Going, oh man, I love that guy. I like that bad guy. I like that bad guy. They start off this movie by executing characters I loved in an amazing fight scene. I love it to death. Um, and because episode one is moving on, I will be able to throw a vote behind Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons. They, they actually try and recapture it in uh, Star, what is it, uh, Transformers, Dark Side of the Moon or Dark of the Moon, whatever it is, because he does almost the exact same thing, just laying waste to Decepticons. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons. Hey, Anthony? Is there... Is there any way to sway a vote? Is someone on the fence? No. Because even I'm the only reason I'm voting this way is because you can always try. Episode one is already moving through. Okay. Here's here's my argument against episode one. It's shitty. The entire movie is crappy, and that fight has nothing on Darth Vader versus Luke. I mean, there's some it's overly choreographed. Ray Park is the only redeeming factor. And it's just too much. Okay, first of all, if you look closely, Obi-Wan Kenobi repeats a lot of the same moves. Now, I understand it's a fight, but damn it, it's a movie. You shouldn't be repeating the same sequence of fight moves. And on top of that is what the heck was going on at that last part when Obi-Wan is hanging and he's doing, he's trying to call the lightsaber and Darth Maul is looking down like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? And like, damn it, he's doing something. Don't just stand there and watch it happen. And you guys want to vote for that shit? Hell no. You bash the music. You have no childhood. You got the touch. When that goes off, you know, and you see Optimus Prime turn into the Mack truck, you like, <laughs> God, you damn. Yes, that is you awesome. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going into battle. I might not make it. He's driving down there. And the first thing you see is you see, I don't know which Decepticon that was, in his grill. I thought as a kid that he actually had a Decepticon trapped inside of him when I saw the trailer. But the fact that he ran him over, he took buckshot, buckshot, buckshot in the chest and flew up in the air and took out three Decepticons, landed, shot a couple more, and then said, Megatron... Once you stand, once you fall, Megatron comes back with, why throw away your life that way? Optimus, without missing a beat, that's a question you should ask themselves. And that was the best fight of the year. He whipped his ass. They were punching each other. They were taking... Optimus took three in the chest from Megatron again and still took one more punch on him and killed him. That's a fight. Obi-Wan and that Darth Maul has nothing on it. And someone died that you cared about. Who really gave a damn about Darth Maul? He looked cool, but the motherfucker wasn't that good because he died in his first fight. Come on, people. Come on. Now, I, I do want to say two things. One, um, I was an adult when that movie came out, so it has nothing to do with my childhood. <laughs> uh, 
And two, I'm changing my vote because he's right. If Luke versus Darth Vader doesn't move on, this can't move on. Even though Jamie will just change his vote. Will I? I don't know. Will you? No, I'm not going to change my vote. I, I, uh, because he's playing the goddamn music in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. Come on. That was me. I'm that. sorry. That was me. Whoever's playing it. It was awesome. I mean, that's, like, that's like, okay, here's, a, here's an analogy. That is like the Rocky Apollo Creed movie with that Rocky theme in the background. Well, I mean, Rocky got, tries to take him down. It's got the whole cheesy montage thing going on in the video that I'm watching. I, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. If I change my vote, then uh, yeah, it's yeah. moving on. If Damon doesn't change his. Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons from the Transformers animated movie is moving on. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> we are on to our next fight. <laughs> See, you swayed somebody. Uh, Dan, this No, one. it was just because if fucking Empire Strikes Back uh, doesn't move on, there's no way Phantom hey, Menace Just, just go with it. Just go with it. It's okay. okay. Uh, this fight is yours, Dan. It is Spock versus Kirk. Wait a minute. But this one is from Star Trek 09, from the, the 2009 Star Trek versus Ed Norton versus himself from Fight Club. It's that boss fight. Yes. I do love both of these films. The Spock versus Kirk fight is a pretty awesome scene. Um, it's, it's not really a fight as much as Kirk taunting Spock into kind of kicking his ass, which Kirk totally deserves. And that's when Kirk becomes captain and, you know, the new continuity becomes closer to the old continuity. But Edward Norton versus himself is kind of the turning point in that film where you start to realize that, oh, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt are the same person. And yeah, it's just hilarious how much he beats himself up in front of his boss and the boss's reaction to it is just beautiful. He has no idea what to do. And then at the perfect moment, the security comes in and see Edward Norton kneeling at the boss's feet, covered in blood, cowering from the boss. And it's just hilarious and beautiful and awesome and bloody. So Fight Club. Fight Club gets a vote. Uh, Juan. Fight Club was pretty cool. Um, I thought I knew which one you guys were talking about. Like, which one of the fights? I was thinking the one at the end where he's beating the shit out of himself. He ends up shooting himself, himself in the head kind of a thing. Yeah, but it's not that fight. It's the one that's earlier. Ah. Uh, in the middle of the movie where his boss is going to fire him for coming in late. Oh, of the right. resources. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Now I remember. All right. Yeah, that, that, I remember that one. That was pretty good. Um, but I'm still going to vote for Spock versus Kirk. Because I thought that was a cool fight. Yeah, it's basically Kirk taunting Spock into kicking his ass, but you get to see Spock kick Kirk's ass. So it's still a fight, uh, even if it's one-sided. But I like that one better. So Spock versus Kirk. A uh, vote for Spock versus Kirk. Um, yeah, uh, first rule about Fight Club: you don't talk about Fight Club. And you'd—I don't realize I, uh, through subsequent viewings, you start. That's the point where you go, "Oh yeah!" But that first time watching Fight Club. I went, what the fuck is he doing? I did not think that he, there, for a, a half a second that he and Brad Pitt were the same character and he was beating himself up and he'd been very good at it. Afterwards, in retrospect, when there's a reveal, hell yeah, holy shit. But that first time through, no idea, none. Like, what the, how the fuck is he beating himself up like that? 
It's amazing. Never crossed my mind. Yeah, I love that fight. And, and don't get me wrong. I love uh, Spock and Kirk from Star Trek 09, but we've already got Kirk and Spock moving on. I'm going to vote for Ed Norton fighting himself in Fight Club. <gasps> Anthony. Um, I don't like either one of these picks. And, but I'm more scared that Fight Club may get to the finals than I am that crappy Spock versus Kirk fight. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with that one just on spite again. I hate Fight Club. Uh, the first it's one. Overrated. Uh, vote Fuck for Brad Pitt. <laughs> Fuck Brad Pitt. A vote for uh, Spock versus Kirk. And it's all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Uh, do I really have to ask? Uh, no. Um, and, uh, and at least this round, the reason will be uh, as much as I love the Spock versus Kirk fight, it does not have. Dun, 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 dun. So without that, I'm voting for Fight Club. Uh, second rule of Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. It's into the second round. We are on to our next fight. It's the last fight of the first round. Juan, this one is yours. It is the other unknown. It is Bond versus Fisher from Casino Royale versus Jared's pick. And it's a very good pick. If you're a fan of Buffy, it is Buffy versus Angel from season two, the season two finale, or Angelus. You hear it? Yeah, I can hear you. No, hold, hold, hold on a second. I need to confer with my Buffy uh, uh, expert over here. Um, talk about yourself. Give me a second. Oh, talk about ourselves. Hey, what? <laughs> you, uh, hold, uh, for real? Oh, hold on. Oh, okay, okay. Talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I got to take a really big shit. Yeah, I mean, this is right before the break. Come on, damn it. Yeah, yeah I know. No, it's when. Okay, you know what? Ne- ne- never mind, never mind. Okay, so um, the Bond versus, versus Fisher, that was a pretty awesome, like, you know, bathroom fight. Um, like, you know, the way they were cutting in and out of the clip. Um, it was pretty crazy. Uh, however, the way that my expert got so excited over the. Uh, um, Buffy versus Angel fight. I think I'm going to have to go ahead and go with that because um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is pretty hot. I don't care what the fight really turned out like. So, um, yeah, that wins for me. Uh, vote for Buffy versus Angel. Hi, Sam. Um, then says hi, Sam. <laughs> she says hi. I, I heard. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, the Buffy versus Angel fight. We always talk about stakes, and uh, I don't know Fisher. Like, I didn't even know that was that character's name. I don't know him at all. I don't remember him. I, I remember the fight. I remember the bathroom fight. It was okay. Whatever. Uh, the Buffy versus Angel fight has stakes to it. Buffy loses her virginity to Angel. Angel turns into Angelus. Fucks up everything else in her life. Then she has to fight him. And then when she's just about to kill him, actually, right as she's killing him, he turns from Angelus back into Angel going, what? And then he gets sucked into hell. And, and it's a, a really good fight. Uh, I'm going to go with Buffy versus Angel. Anthony. Uh, wow. This is like a, uh, what do you call this? Something out of a curveball because I've never seen this fight. I'm trying to find it on YouTube and I'm just being very unsuccessful. Um, the James Bond fight, I, I, I vaguely remember it. It, 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 was, it was brutal. I give it that much. It, it was kind of real and brutal and raw to it. It was a great introduction to the new James Bond. But um, 
that was Dan talking. Was that Dan or Juan talking? Before me. It was uh, it was me. Well, it was yeah, me, it was then Damon, Juan. I was Damon. before him, yeah. That was you're, me, that was Juan. The expert. Is it a girl? It's my wife. Is she hot? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with her, yeah. You can't go you can't bet against a hot chick. <laughs> Buff- awesome. <laughs> a vote for Buffy versus Angel. Uh Mike. Damn you, Jared. Uh, you know, it's funny as you were saying this, uh, you're saying it's a, uh, it's a tough one if you're a Buffy fan and I'm, I mean, I, I've, I like Buffy a lot. I don't know if I, if I go as far as to call myself a, a fan, I watched all of them, but as soon as it, does that count as being a fan, you watched all of them. No, I, I watched all of Smallville. <laughs> I've watched a lot of shows that I thought were terrible, but I mean, it's, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't, you know, I haven't. I picked up the comic book and, you know, wasn't really that interested. I mean, beyond, beyond just watching the show, uh, you know, I, I watched a lot of shows that I wouldn't consider a fan is someone who kind of takes it up to the next level for me. Um, but, uh, as soon as he is, he, he said that, I, or you said that I was like, Oh, but what if it's the season two? And then you said season two and I was like, Oh fuck. Because actually Damon, uh, you, your chronology was a little bit off. He doesn't turn human as she kills him. He turns, or he doesn't turn normal uh, as she kills him. He turns normal before that, but the portal's already opened, and the only way to close it and prevent hell from spilling out onto Earth is for to kill her completely cured, essentially, uh, boyfriend who doesn't remember anything that he's done and has no idea that this is, that, you know, what's going on. So she sees him, she hugs him, and she runs him through. And basically kills him, even though he comes back later, uh, to save the world. Uh, and you know the emotional resonance of that. The fight itself is a good fight. It's a, it's a TV fight. Uh, the choreography on Buffy was was solid, but you know certainly you're not going to get the type of uh, you know real solid ass kicking that you're going to get uh, with uh, a movie where you know on a TV show they've got a week to shoot the entire show. In a movie they can like take a week just to shoot the fight scene. Um, but because the, the, the context and the emotional resonance for that scene, I mean, that's like, I said, season two is my favorite, uh, Buffy. That was my favorite ending. Uh, that was, uh, that was the one that I, that ep- episode that I sharked for best, uh, Buffy, Buffy episode. Um, you know, as much as I love Casino Royale and I'm really looking forward to seeing Skyfall, uh, that, that may be one of my favorite moments in all of Buffy that doesn't include Vampire Willow. So, uh, I will vote for Buffy. Another vote for Buffy and Dan. Is it? Wait, yeah, Dan. Awesome. Um, honestly, the only reason Bond versus Fisher is on here is because I've been watching a Bond movie a day until Skyfall came out to catch up. And I felt like there should be at least one because there's so many fight scenes in those movies. And that was the one I remembered the most. However, Buffy versus Angel is far too brutal and poignant and intense to be beaten by a measly bathroom fight. So Buffy versus Angel. And Buffy versus Angel in a clean sweep into the next round and we will be back maybe right after this. You're slugging it out in the middle of the ring! And you have a hard ride to the job! And Blue Bonnet Black is knocked off! And Block is knocked off? 
Sure, but you can press it right back on again. It's just part of the action with the world's only boxing robots, the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Marks. Takes two managers to handle the fighters and lots of skill to win. With these control levers, you can keep your fighters in motion to duck punches. When you press this plunger, he throws a right uppercut. Press the other plunger and there's a left jam. Lots of exciting action and fun for everyone when the world's only boxing robots battle it out. The blue bomber's looking for an opening. And there it is. That's the end of round two. Just push the flying head back and you're ready for round three. Boy, this is the greatest. You bet. The world's only boxing robots. Get the Rock'em Suck'em Robots by Marks. The Emerald Archer. The Battling Bowman. Ollie. Whatever name you know him by, he is best known as Oliver Queen. The billionaire playboy who was stranded on an island for five years, forcing him to become the Arrow. Join us as we follow his journey to clean up the mess his father helped create in Starling City. I am Daniel Janes. I'm Chris O'Neill. I'm Laurel Mers. And I'm Rudy Schubach. And you should check out Rogue Arrow Podcast, where we talk about the CW show Arrow. You can find us at roguearrow.blogspot.com or by searching iTunes or Facebook for Rogue Arrow Podcast. This is DC Harbold from More Fun Comics in New Orleans, Louisiana, and you're listening to Geek Fights. Uh, Mike, you're back too, aren't you? Yes, I am. Is your mouth full of cock? <laughs> yes, it you is. You sound all muffled. Well, not yeah. full, only half full. So anyway, all right, here we go. Hey, get out of your mouth, right? Please put that in the episode, Mike. <laughs> and we're back doing what we do every week. Coming at you with Jared Formby trademark <laughs> geek cred. <laughs> um, we're going to go right to you there, Dan. Uh, this is your first time on the show. What is your geek cred? Arrow. <clears throat> geek cred. Arrow. Um, as Damon mentioned, I... I'm a fan of the TV show Arrow, so much so that I started a podcast about it. Not only that, I have started a podcast about the 90s cartoon series reboot. So yeah, you guys should check those out. I'll leave the links later. Rock and or roll. Uh, Anthony. I work for one of the best gaming video companies in the world, and I'm not saying that under duress. They are awesome. I love working with them. Oh, Go Konami. Oh. What? You said Konami. Well, I, uh, I, well, I can't tell you why I can say that now, but I have nothing to worry about. Okay. Uh, and long time personal friend of the show uh, lives just a couple of, uh, you, are you, you guys are moving into our area, aren't you? Please tell me you are. We are house hunting. There, we, uh, there, ha- we have been looking. There's a house right down the street from me that's been up for sale for like two years. I was going to ask you about that. You were you told me a while ago that there was a house down the street from me. That it's, was a, it's a beautiful house, but one, the house next to me is up for sale. 
See? Shut the front door. Ooh. That's not as good as the house that I'm talking about. It's well, we'll be, three we'll bedroom, be. finished bath, or finished basement. Well, you um, know, that's kind of what we're looking for because, you know, I've got another little youngling on the way. Another actually, little... probably by the time this, wait, when is it? When is she due? He due. When he, he due? The, the baby's due on the 6th, no, 7th of January. Okay, then. Yeah, it'll be just so, a couple weeks after this episode. Right. So I've got another little Padawan on the way. And uh, so my geek cred is I raise young Jedis. <laughs> um, I uh, work for Detroit Public Schools and I am a bilingual family engagement administrator. None of that really sounds very geeky until you see all the tech that I have to deal with and all the fun stuff I get to do working with parents and kids and stuff. So um, that's me. Um, my my bro- I, ha- I have two game systems. My son likes uh, sci-fi stuff and uh, <laughs> my wife is awesomely trying to distract me right now while I'm talking. I win. <laughs> all right. And, and your sperm is full of midichlorians. Yes, it is. I got another boy coming. Uh-huh. See? See? Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Juan. You're welcome. Let's jump back into the fights. It is Nameless versus Guy versus Rocky versus Apollo Creed. See, that's so hard to say. I, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's Rocky versus Apollo Creed. As much as I love the, the choreography in all of Hero, I love all those fights. Uh, yeah, Rocky versus Apollo Creed and the fact that he loses. But he loses... But you feel like you won. I love the shit out of that. So I'm going with Rocky versus Apollo. Uh, Anthony. Well, I didn't vote for it the first round. Why the hell would I vote for it now? Uh, Rocky. (laughs) Rocky versus Apollo is just great. And fun fact, it's actually based on the trials of Chuck Wepner and the fact that he hung in with Muhammad Ali in his title fight. Rocky on to the next round. Uh, well, maybe not just yet, but you know what I mean. I'll vote for Rocky. Rocky. Mike? Uh, yeah, short, uh, and sweet. yeah, short and sweet. It'll be Rocky. Another vote for Rocky. Uh, Dan? Um, there's no Hero 2 or Hero 3 or Hero 4. Because he did it right the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to go with Rocky. Or Hero 5 or 6 and soon to be 7. <laughs> I didn't hear about seven. Oh, I'm just man. joking. I'm joking. I hope not. Uh, vote for Rocky versus Apollo. Juan, is it a clean sweep? Hell no, it's not a clean sweep. I don't care. Better fight is Nameless versus Sky. There's more skill involved. Um, even if you're talking about the wire operators, it's, it's a badass fight. Um, so I'm going Nameless versus uh, Sky. Wait, you said it was a badass fight. Was any punch or sword landed? Yeah, and right. you know, even during the even even during the sequence where they have their eyes closed and they're battling each other, that's still happening. It's still a fight that they're that they're executing. They're doing all of that. I don't care how much wire is involved in it. They're still skilled to that. Just like wrestling, Again. you can't just walk in the ring. Yes, there was Again, there a punch landed or a knife blow. But that's the skill of the fight. When you're yeah. going at it, you have to. You're blocking. You don't want to get cut up the whole time. The fact that the fight gets to go that long without anybody getting hit, but with the uh, level of skill that they're exhibiting, and nobody's getting hit, they're both badasses. That is a badass fight. If somebody uh, can get through and make all those cuts, that fight's quick. It's done. That's not a that's not a fight. That's a stabbing. That's a murder. 
<laughs> but uh, Rocky versus Apollo Creed is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Anthony, this one is yours. It's the original Kirk and Spock. Versus Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. Uh, I guess I'd be honest. If I voted for Kirk versus Spock, it would be because of the cable guy. And I don't think that's good enough. Especially when you're dealing with an iconic moment. And you saw what happens when you bring a knife to a gunfight. Indiana Jones. Uh, vote for good old Indy. Mike. This is really tough. Um, because these are both uh, both favorites of mine. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Kirk versus Spock. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned the cable guy. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons why I will vote for it is because it is kind of the Indiana Jones scene has been par- parodied before. Um, but uh, I think the, the Star Trek scene has been uh, referenced more. Uh, it is more iconic. Uh, and it's funny because I actually just uh, did a quick Google search on Kirk versus Spock because I was, I was trying to look up some of the, the dialogue from it. But one of the things that came up was a discussion of the first presidential debate between Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. And it uses the Kirk versus Spock fight kind of as a metaphor for that. So when, when we're using it to, uh, to describe like real and actually very serious, important, uh, you know, battles between two people, uh, that just shows you how deeply embedded in, in kind of our cultural consciousness that fight is, uh, for being a fight that is actually kind of strange and, and not necessarily particularly well executed in terms of a, of a fight, but you know, it is a sixties era TV show, so you have to cut it some slack. So, so yeah, I guess maybe it's just my, my Star Trek bias coming out a little bit more here, but uh, I'll go for Kirk versus Spock. A uh, vote for Kirk versus Spock. Dan. Indiana Jones has been parodied a lot, including by itself. Uh, one of the later movies, he tries to do the same thing, but he doesn't have a gun on him, and it's pretty funny. Uh, Kirk versus Spock, the only problem I really had with this movie was the you know, outdated graphics and special effects, but I mean, that didn't really hinder it. It just showed its time. Um, but I, I'm going to have to go with Indiana Jones, because given a choice, I'd probably rather watch that. A vote for Indiana Jones. Juan. Hold, hold on, hold on. Um, I'm going to go with um, Indiana Indiana Jones on that one. Yeah, I'm distracted. Go. Another vote for Indy. And I will, uh, I was probably going to vote Indy anyway. Um, but I will, I will vote a little Kirk and Spock love. Um, it, it, it is a very, very important fight if you saw it at the right time in the right context because they were friends and it was a fight to the death. Uh, and as hokey as it is, watch, watch things that you thought were serious, you know, now as an adult, (laughs) but remember them as you know, you were as an eight year old or a nine year old and how important and how (gasps) they're best friends and they're going to fight to the death, not realizing, well, there's going to be a new episode next week, so they, they can't really fight to the death. You can't kill off your main characters. Uh, but you take all that away. It, it, it's a really 
really deep fight scene. And then you actually actually do have to add McCoy in there who gets Kirk out of it. Um, but yeah, Kirk and Spock gets a vote. But Indy versus the Swordsman is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is <laughs> Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid versus Batman and Chronic versus Cockknocker. <laughs> you know, uh, in the last round, I voted for Dark Knight Returns over Superman versus Darkseid. Superman, Supergirl versus Darkseid. And uh, that was primarily because Superman, Supergirl versus Darkseid had already won. Uh, I meant everything that I said about Dark Knight Returns and how it is a more uh, kind of important and more poignant and more meaningful battle. And, uh, and ultimately, it's, it's kind of cr- it created the Superman-Batman conflict that sort of exists uh, to today. Uh, and I was going to say all of that and then go, but even though just the all-out fight is t- usually less important to me than, than the meaning behind it, uh, the Superman versus Darkseid fight uh, is just that awesome. When I was rewatching it today, I just kept kind of going, oh, my God. Oh, damn. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Um, I, I can only hope that uh, a, the live action Superman movie can come close to what they've done in these animated movies. And if they do, it's going to be a fucking monster of a, of a movie. Uh, and, and let's hope that's the case. But until then, this is still probably one of the best superhero fights that we will get. Uh, anywhere so uh, i will vote for superman versus dark side superman and supergirl versus dark side gets a vote dan i do really love the superman batman apocalypse the entire movie is pretty awesome the book that is based off of is really good too but i'm gonna have to go with blunt man and chronic because they're filming a movie and then all of a sudden they actually have lightsabers that work and one of them, I believe it's a uh, chronic uses the lightsaber as a bong and it's hilarious. So that one, I believe they're bong sabers, not lightsabers. They are all, uh, you are correct. I am sorry for my mispronunciation. And, and, and don't, for, and don't forget that uh, chronic has a double bladed bong saber and, That's and, true. and uses both ends. Uh, Juan, what's a bong? R- really? Really? No. really? No. Yeah, we're having this conversation right now. PSA. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid. That was a really awesome battle. I like that one more than the Bluntman and Chronic. Easy as that. Uh, yeah. I like Bluntman and Chronic, but... And, and like I said, I, I, I'll, I'll name drop it again. I got to watch that movie with Mr. Ortiz and Mr. Kevin Smith. Like He was like, 10 rows ahead of us, but he was in the same goddamn theater as us, and it was great. Um, but yeah, Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid, and I have to include Supergirl. I, I know you keep saying just Superman, but Supergirl whoops a lot of ass in that fight, too, and, and it's amazing. And I when said the, Supergirl. I know, but Mike kept dropping Supergirl from the fight. Uh, you don't like girls. Yeah, I know. Lucy's a dude. Uh, I'm voting for Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid. I still didn't say that. I know. I would. The odds of her hearing that are very slim. Uh, (laughs) uh, Anthony, Uh, when as much as I wanted to vote for they live when they were running through that blunt man and chronic versus cockknocker fight, just got to be looking back at it. That that fight was freaking hilarious as hell to watch. Uh, But 
that Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid, it has an iconic moment. Really? Nothing? When yeah, we find out... I was on mute. Yeah. Oh. That doesn't when, count. <laughs> it had an iconic moment when Darkseid decides to tug on Superman's cape. And we find out what happens and why you don't tug on Superman's cape. I'm going with that fight. And Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Damn, this one is yours. It is Neo versus Agent Smith from The Matrix versus Iron Man versus War Machine. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just such a big <laughs> mouthful saying all that versus from Iron Man 2. Well, Matrix versus Iron Man 2. I like The Matrix as a movie better. I like the fight better, but mostly I'm voting for The Matrix because... I spent a semester in Australia, in Sydney, and actually rode the subway through the train station where that was filmed, that the subway fight scene. So I'm going to go with Matrix. Bad ass, sir. A vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. Juan, Mr. Patino. All right. I really like the uh, soundtrack to the Iron Man versus War Machine. That was really cool. Um, I, but I said that last time. Um, I do actually prefer the Matrix fight to the um, Iron Man fight. So I'm going to go for the Matrix. I'm a huge Matrix fan. I have all of the action figures. Thanks, Mike. And um, uh, and all my other homies that gave them to me for presents because I was obsessed with the movie when it came out. So going for Neo versus Agent Smith. Another vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. I think I will make it interesting. Uh, before it's not interesting and give a vote to Iron Man versus War Machine because it it was one of those classic wait, let me think about it. Yeah, it's the first time in a Marvel movie that it happens. And it's a mar it's a it's a comic book trope where when the when two heroes meet, what's the first thing they do? They fight. And and I know they do it in the Avengers movie too, but uh, the Marvel movies, there haven't been two heroes together. I mean, I guess the X-Men and they fight, but they always fight amongst each other. This is two heroes and then they fight. And uh, it's, a, it's a knockdown drag out. And you get to see some cool stuff. It basically is just to set up the last fight so you could see stuff at the end, which is way better. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Iron Man War Machine. Uh, Anthony. Um, I really don't uh, one of the things that Mike said was he likes these fights that have meaning to them. Uh, I, I understand that Rhodey came there. He didn't come there for the suit. He came there to kind of like put Tony back in check. Like you're a self-destructing dude. This is what the hell are you doing? This is crazy. So it's like the meaning of like, what meaning was there in that fight? It was just throwing punches and trying to subdue him. But, you know, Neo versus Asian Smith. That was like life or death and like the future of the world, the human population, the one Jesus Christ resurrection, all of that. Preach. So I'm going with the Matrix for that reason. Uh, vote for the Matrix. And to be fair, uh, Mike said over and over that there is no meaning in the Iron Man war machine fight. Uh, Mr. Ortiz. Yeah, the only reason I voted for it is because I had absolutely no clue what the other one was. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I thought that the scene made no sense whatsoever. I, I liked the fight. Um, the actual choreography of it, the, the point that someone made before when he, he sort of like beats him with the, uh, the, the barbell, 
uh, you know, that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really just sort of to set up the the fight at the end, which I think is a much better fight. If that were on here, I would I would vote for that happily. Um, not not against the Matrix though, because I I think that's a great fight, and like we said, it it does have a lot of meaning. Um, it was even though nowadays when you look at it, it's maybe uh not not dated, but uh, it, you know, we really hadn't seen a lot of of fight choreography quite like that. Uh, there was a lot in in Asian cinema, but it really hadn't come over to American cinema quite as much yet. Uh, the Matrix was really sort of a breakthrough for that kind of wire work, and certainly it it, uh, it brought us bullet time and a lot of other neat effects. Uh, and yeah, I think it's just a, a, a great scene. And the Iron Man scene, uh, it's actually I think one of the weaker parts of the movie. So um, I will vote for the Matrix. Uh, vote for the Matrix, but you guys are all drinking pee water. The Matrix is moving on. He, uh, you know, he, you know, if people ask me, how do I pee in the suit like this? Come on, it's one of my favorite movies. Favorite parts. That, that was uh, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like, like that. Like <laughs> that. That shit is so funny. And then he gets into the fight. Uh, but Neo versus Smith is moving on. We're on to our next fight. One. This one is yours. It is uh, River Tam versus the Reavers. Versus Deathstroke versus the Justice League. Really? It's Deathstroke. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, right. He's a bad guy. Um, River Tam versus the Reavers. I thought it was a really great fight. Very well done. I know it's probably you were talking about the differences earlier about TV fight uh, choreography and regular movie. Uh, this was a little bit more TV, um, but I thought it was really good. I think she pulled it off really well. I believed it. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for that. And it's Firefly. Damn it. Take my love. Take my land. Something, something. Fuck that game. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Mike, Mike, is, Mike is right about the uh, Deathstroke versus Justice League. If Deathstroke was that powerful against... You know, I for, I forgot the Flash was in was in that fight. Like I I remembered everybody else being there. And I'm like, yeah, I believe that. But once you do put one of the big seven into that fight, and, and wait, there was uh, Hal Jordan was there too. Yeah, no, it was it was Kyle Rayner. Was it? How was it, Kyle Rayner? Because oh, Hal yeah, Jordan was. was still the Spectre at that time. That's right, it was Kyle Rayner. But yeah, once you put some of the big seven into that fight, it, it's kind of over. Like it, it's really, 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 really really hard for me to believe that Deathstroke could do that. Like, he could do that like when they put him on uh, Teen Titans running the Teen Titans like that. Hell yeah, all day long. But these are trained, lifelong heroes. Some of them, and especially because that was Wally West Flash who had been a superhero since he was like 14. So yeah, I, I, I just I no longer believe Deathstroke could do that. Whereas uh, River Tam actually did do that because she's a fictional character. And she just beat up some crazy guys that I have no context of how powerful they are. So I'm going to go with River Tam. Uh, Anthony. Your level of hate on Deathstroke is just very bad. It's not a good look, Damon. The fact that Deathstroke is... First of all, if Batman can figure out a way to immobilize the Justice League, including two of the big four, two of the big three, Batman and Wonder Woman... Deathstroke is supposed to be his near equal. And on top of that, all of that was believable. He figured out a way to immobilize Flash because Flash was 
all on impulse. He doesn't think I can just get there and take him out. He found a way to neutralize Zartana by gut punching her and making her throw up. I mean, come on, what more do you want? It's not, it's not like he killed him and beat him down. He found a way to beat them, beat them, make them a non-factor and keep, was it doc, Dr. Light alive? Uh, but Summer Glau looks good in the two-piece. Uh, now nah, I'm going to go with Deathstroke. I'm going Deathstroke. A vote for Deathstroke versus the Justice League. Mike? Uh, these are, are both uh, both ones that I really uh, didn't care for um, and don't have a lot of interest in. So unless uh, it winds up tied up, which it probably will, and it'll come back to me, uh, I am going to vote for uh, Michael's cock versus Kathy's vagina. Oh, I forgot about that fight. That almost happened. <laughs> uh, Dan? Oh. Fun. Uh, I love both of these. Um, River Tam is a great fight. It's just kind of senseless violence. It spawned a hilarious comic from, I think, uh, Cyanide and Happiness, where they're talking about the best blockbuster movie would be something without any you know plot and a character we know and love and just lots of violence. And it was titled River Tam Kills Everybody. And I would totally go see that movie. Um, Deathstroke versus the Justice League. I love the Identity Crisis. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that Deathstroke takes out the Justice League when Deathstroke is usually a Teen Titans villain and gets his butt handed to him a lot there. But I think it was really well written. Brad Meltzer is one of my favorite authors, comics and otherwise. So it makes it a really tough choice. Um, but I think I'll be nice to Mike and vote for Deathstroke so he doesn't have to vote. Well, by voting for Deathstroke, you tied it up and Mike does have to vote. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Oops. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, well then in that case, I will vote for, uh, River Tam, uh, just much for the same reason uh, that you said, this is less a vote for River Tam and more a vote against, uh, the Deathstroke thing. Uh, I actually don't, don't buy it when Batman can take out the justice league, but at least usually when that happens, it's not a, a random fight where they're piled up on him. It's, it's a plot or a plan that he is put into action in one form or another. Um, and, uh, and yeah, death strokes, no Batman. No Batman. Although he has been on, uh, he's made an appearance on the new arrow show. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. But to be fair, it's Batman. I mean, come on. Exactly. And that's why River Tam is moving on to the next round. When when Deathstroke does uh, back-to-back movies that make a billion dollars, he can beat the Justice League. (laughs) Oh. oh. (laughs) Isn't he just like a knockoff of Deadpool anyway? No, no, no. Deadpool might be a knockoff of him. He's much, much Deathstroke came first. Yeah. By a lot. But we are on to our next fight. It is the Man in Black versus Indigo Mandoya versus Superman versus Shazam versus, or Captain versus, Marvel versus uh, me not saying this anymore. Um, purely spite vote here because Luke versus Vader should have made it through to the next round. I'm voting for Superman versus Shazam. Uh, Anthony. Oh, Lord. Hate again. Um that's a very memorable fight. Great storyline. Uh, I, I love finding out just how powerful Captain Marvel was, but 
I loved my childhood. I don't know about you, Damon, but I loved my childhood and I cannot vote against it. Princess Bride. Uh, I voted Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons. You voted Empire Strikes Back. That's your fucking childhood. Yeah, well, no. This actually, uh, Watchmen Jigger is a little bit more my childhood than Empire Strikes Back. I was three for Empire Strikes Back. That's still a child. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead, Mike. Uh, yeah, I will. I will echo Damon uh, completely. This is pure spite. Um, I will <laughs> vote for Superman. Um, well, I mean, I, I really do like that fight as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, I it could be anything here. Uh, Men in Black should not to beat Empire Strikes Back. I remember how uh, Disney bought uh, the Princess Bride for four billion dollars. No, because nobody fucking cares about the Princess Bride. <sighs> <laughs> that's just a crotchety old man damn <laughs> yeah but he, he's got a point uh dan i care about princess bride Thank um you, and enough to vote for princess bride because i can actually quote stuff from princess bride and not so much from kingdom come ah. a vote for the princess bride uh, I, just look in the bible there uh, revelations there's tons of it um, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Juan. Which one takes the win? So when my dad is being goofy and he's playing around with us and, you know, we're all talking jokes and stuff like that, my dad, in his very thick accent, will say, Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. He says that when he's playing with my son, when they're sword playing. So that gets my vote. Pops rocks. Man in Black versus Inigo Montoya. That's a man who had a very happy childhood. Yeah, yes, I did. Maybe. Except for that whole time that he was hanging out with uh, Jerry Sandusky. But uh, <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> that wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. I didn't go. Uh, the man in black is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Anthony, this one is yours. It's the bride versus Onishi versus Optimus Prime versus the Decepticons. <sighs> the bride versus Onishi. It's beautifully shot. I love the silence. I love the minimum. I love the background, the scenery and everything. But Optimus Prime kicked ass and died for our sins. And on top of that, the new Autobot leader actually caused his death because instead of just standing back and letting Optimus do his thing, he decides to help and ends up leading to his death. So it was very meaningful and it led to him not only kicking Galvatron's ass when he comes back, but having just this doubt about being a leader because Optimus was so great. So his death meant that much more. Transformers. Fuck Rodimus Prime. Um, Dan? Um, I'm going to have to go... So, yeah, that's my vote. <laughs> vote for the Transformers movie. Um, Juan. What? What are you watching, Juan? Sorry, I was queuing up. Sorry, that, I was wasn't me. up. that wasn't me. That wasn't me. This is me. This is me. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the sound on uh, Kill Bill. So, the already she fight. That gets my vote. 
I forgot about that. Yes, it wasn't silent, but it was very, it was, I would call it minimal. Yeah. With the guitars. Yeah. Gonna vote for The Bride versus Onishi. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Uh, and I did vote for Optimus Prime versus, but you brought up goddamn Rodimus Prime, and I Fuck hate Rodimus Prime. I hate the Transformers movie. I love the first fifteen minutes when it's the goddamn Transformers, but when you killed off all the characters I like and leave me with a bunch of bullshit characters for the next generation, fuck that. Fuck that movie in the asshole. If you're gonna bring in Rodimus goddamn Prime, which they eventually got rid of and never spoke again of. Because he's a fucking horrible character and they brought back Optimus Prime who is one of the greatest characters of all time. My personal opinion. Uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for Beatrice Kiddo versus Ortiz. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait. no, no, no. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, I get that all you guys uh, really dug this stuff when you were kids. Um, but when you were kids... They, they don't let you vote. They don't let you drive. They don't let you do a lot of things because for the most part, your judgment is impaired. Um, and if you can't get over that and fucking grow up, I don't think you should be voting in a goddamn geek fight either. So kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Beatrix, you know, versus... Uh, uh, versus I know where you vote. No, you that can't. Was, uh, there's no way you can sway my vote. <laughs> it's 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 actually impossible. But what about the fact that uh, no nope. really misses the fact that Orin Ishii died? Optimus died and people cried. Yeah, but so and <laughs> they, they, they if if the movie ended there, I'd have been satisfied. And you're right. I I could vote with that with with a good conscience. Because but because they continued on and and. And basically, the first time my childhood was betrayed was during that movie, and I was still a child. I was 11 when that movie came out, or 12. Fucking Rodimus Prime. Goddamn Rodimus Prime. Those were not the Transformers I wanted to see on screen. I, you go see the G.I. Joe but cartoon movie? The G.I. Okay, Joe. As a leader, he was a dope-ass-looking car. You can't, I don't I'm care. Kidding. I didn't care. I wanted my characters. It, it, when I went to see the G.I. Joe movie, the animated film, every last one of the f characters from the movie from the TV show was in the movie and then they added a few more and it was awesome. Once a man, but the transformers movie said, Hey kids. Yeah. Fuck you. Here's all this new stuff for new kids. What everybody complains about star Wars and other things, uh, betraying their childhood. Transformers did it first. And that's why Beatrice kiddo is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this oh. one is yours. It is Edward Norton versus himself versus Buffy versus angel. Uh, this sucks, and and uh, thanks a lot, Jared. Because if you would put a, a crappier unknown in here, this would be easy. Um, because uh, that Buff, and that that's probably like like I said, it's my favorite moment in in all of Buffy, or at least that that part of it, uh, other than Vampire Willow. But that's for completely different reasons. Uh, you know, it it's it's funny. I think we uh we take the first rule of fight club too seriously here because we don't really talk about fight club very much on this show. Uh, it came up here. It came up in best twist and it did win uh, hottest male, but that's because of Brad Pitt, not because of the 
the fucking movie. Um, and, uh, it, it doesn't get a lot of love, uh, at least lately. Uh, I think the movie still holds up and, uh, this fight, you know, when we talk about meaning or when I talk about meaning this fight, uh, is, is fight club kind of crystallized into one scene. Uh, it is Ed Norton versus himself, which is, you know, ultimately what, what the, the first fight in the movie was, even though we didn't realize it, there's that scene where as he's flying backwards into the, the glass shelves, he goes, for some reason, uh, I thought of my first fight with Tyler and that's a throwaway line that doesn't make any sense whatsoever at the moment. Uh, but then when you realize he's thinking of that because his first fight with Tyler was a fight with himself. Uh, but in addition, he's manipulating kind of the situation and the system to basically squeeze something out of the corporation. And, uh, and like he's, it ends with him saying, and we, we got corporate funding. So in so many ways, everything that the movie is about is kind of wrapped up in that scene. And because I love the movie so much and I, mean, I, I, I like, like Buffy a lot too, but because fight club is, um, does not get the attention that I think it deserves anymore. Uh, there's a brief time where I think it did. Um, but, uh, I, I think I'm going to vote for fight club still just because of that one, the, the fight is good. I didn't see it coming. It's clever. Uh, it, it perfectly encapsulates the movie. And, uh, I think we need to break those first two rules of Fight Club a little bit more. What, what's the first rule of Fight Club? You don't talk about Fight Club. What's the third rule of Fight Club? Because there were more. Yeah, there's like, uh, if it's your first fight, if it's your first time, everybody fights. Um, yeah. No shoes, no shirts or something like that. There's, I don't yeah. remember. I'll look them up. But anyway, moves on. Edward Norton versus himself gets a vote. Uh, Dan. I agree with most of what he said. Um, Edward Norton versus himself is awesome. Buffy versus Angel is pretty awesome too. But I like the idea of Edward Norton bribing or blackmailing the company into getting a year's or getting his yearly salary for sitting at home and not revealing the corruption that is the company. It's it's a little bit better than you know Buffy killing the guy she lost her virginity to just to save the world. Eh, it's, I don't know. I like it better. I'm going to go with Fight Club. But she loved him. Juan? Um, well, I like watching hot chicks fight and kick ass and there aren't any hot chicks in the Ed Norton fight and I don't really like Ed Norton too much. So I'm going to go with the uh, Buffy versus Angel fight. Uh, vote versus Buffy versus voting. Um, yeah, it's still Edward. What? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, threw a bunch of verses in there. Ooh, like all those hockey fans that are watching hockey. Oh, oh, there's no <laughs> hockey. Their sport is dead. Uh, <laughs> Ed Norton gets a vote from me and Anthony. Am I the deciding vote? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and cast it for Buffy because it had Allison Hannigan. And Michelle Trachtenberg, and I think they look really, really hot. And Helen Bonheim in that movie looks way less unattractive than she does dressed up as a monkey in Planet of the Apes. So I'm going with the hotter chicks, Buffy. I'll vote for, I'll vote for Buffy. Buffy. But Ed Norton but versus Ed Norton versus Pigs in the space. 
Well, I don't think he echo. realizes that he's got an echo. I was just we, trying to get that out there. You were trying to get a pigs in space because of what Paul said. But uh, Edward Norton versus himself is moving on. Uh, on to our next fight is for the first spot in the final four. Dan, this one is yours. It is Rocky versus Apollo Creed versus Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. Hmm. Two movies that are classics. Uh, some would say they're iconic. Uh, they're both a little before my time, but I have seen both of them. I saw Rocky a long time ago. I've seen Raiders a long time ago and several times since. So I'm going to go with Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. Wow! Yeah! I need to practice some singing. I was off key on that one. My bad. I'm going to go with Indiana Jones on this one because Dr. Jones is getting some serious ass with his little pistol. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Uh, it's still got to be Rocky versus Apollo Creed uh, all day long. It, it really does because Rocky is in a fight that he loses, but we all feel like he wins at the end. Uh, seriously. And he did win. He won because he wasn't fighting Apollo Creed as much as he was fighting himself and, and, and overcoming what he had to overcome to get to that point to fight Apollo Creed. Yeah. I love the shit out of it. I'm, I'm going to go with Rocky versus Apollo. Anthony. Um, as I think Mike might have said in the first round that Indy wasn't really a fight. It was pulling out a gun and shooting. I'm going to go for the actual fighting with Rocky. It is all tied up. It comes down to you. Ouch. I think I said that, didn't I? Yeah, you yeah. did say that one. I, I actually Sorry. considered a fight. It's just a very short fight. Um, oh. Hmm. On one hand, uh, I want to go indie because I, I like the movie better and I, I enjoyed that moment tremendously. It's one of my favorite moments in the movie. But can we really take a, a small throwaway moment that honestly you could pull out of the movie without having any kind of an impact uh, up against Rocky, which is... The fight is the whole thing. The fight is is the movie. Uh, that's really what it's all about. It is a boxing movie. It is a fight movie. And Rocky, you know, as I said in our best um, our best athlete, fictional athlete, uh, there's a reason why any story that uh, is about an, an underdog that sort of comes from behind and, and rises above and all of that stuff. You know, it's called a Rocky story. I mean, it really has come to define uh, an entire type. But to tell you the honest truth right now, I can't remember a damn thing about the scene itself, about the fight itself. But I can remember uh, crystal clear the Indiana Jones uh, thing. And since, uh, since a lot of strange upsets have happened already this time, fuck it. Let's give it to Indiana Jones. I'll remember that, Mr. Ortiz. A vote for Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman. It's the first spot in the final four. What's going in next, Juan? This one is yours. It is Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid versus Neo versus Agent Smith. Ooh, that sounds good. That's an interesting matchup. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so I already said the stuff about Supergirl's clothes getting blasted off by the Omega Beams. I don't think I can use that again because I didn't really do anything more. 
But the Neo fight was pretty good. And I'm considering the Neo the Neo versus Agent Smith the entirety through to where he actually gets out of the Matrix again. So the, the hallway when he recognizes that he is the one and he stops the bullets and all that. And that is really a big, epic battle between him and Agent Smith. And the fact he's able to last that long when everybody else is always running away from the agents. I'm going to go with that one. Let's go uh, Neo versus Agent Smith. A vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. Fabulous fight. It is an amazing fight. Uh, it's amazing feat of cinematography and uh, choreography. It's, it's really an excellent fight, and it did change the way action movies are made. Period. Anybody that says different, go watch movies made before The Matrix, and then watch them that, are made a- that have been made after. It's completely changed everything. That said, Superman, Supergirl, and Darkseid is a badass motherfucking fight, and I love the shit out of it. I love the fact that the you could actually stop the DVD before the fight, and it's a rather satisfying movie. It's like, oh, okay. It's okay. It was a little short, but okay. It's a completely unnecessary fight. It goes on for about 20 minutes. I don't know, 15 minutes. It's just an amazing knockdown drag out between three super people in a Kansas field, and I love the shit out of it. I'm going to go with Superman, Supergirl versus Darkseid. Anthony. Um, the other thing about it is, you, is people were saying that, that Neo was supposed to be Superman. And I'm sorry, but Superman discovering he's Superman and the powers and things he can do against an all-powerful, it's been done. And it's been better. And it exhibited A is Superman versus Darkseid. Superman at his peak, at his prime, with his cousin who has the same power, couldn't be Darkseid. That's a more compelling fight. All they could do is send his ass away. That fight is better. A vote for Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for for The Matrix. Um, and and this, this is tough. Uh, and I think really the the one of the biggest reasons is kind of what what Anthony just said is you don't really get a resolution. It, they don't beat Darkseid. Uh, they knock him into a boom tube and say, "Don't come back." And I remember thinking, "Well, well, why not?" He he was kind of winning. Why wouldn't he just come back or come back with a couple other people or come back with a couple thousand parademons? It's a great fight in terms of its execution because of the the scale of it. And because of the power levels involved and all of that is fantastic. But, you know, like you said, Damon, it's kind of tacked on. It's there because it doesn't, it doesn't serve the story. It's just, Hey, we need another fight scene. Um, whereas the, the end scene with, with uh, matrix or with Neo, that's, that's really what the movie is all about. That's what it's been building towards. It's about someone understanding and achieving their destiny. Uh, I don't. I, some people may have said that Neo was Superman, and they make a, a comment about it in the next movie. But Neo's not Superman. Neo is Jesus, and this is a movie about a death and a resurrection, and it's about uh, it's a it's a level of meaning that you just don't find in a lot of movies in general. Uh, certainly, uh, a lot of science fiction movies aren't going to have that kind of level of spirituality. And, and even though Superman has a lot of Jesus overtones in many of his incarnations. Uh, he really doesn't in this Superman apocalypse thing. It is mostly just a pretty straightforward action movie. So a fight scene that is great action versus a, a fight scene that is great meaning. For me, it's always going to come down to the meaning, and that's in The Matrix. 
Uh, fuck you, Mike. You didn't vote for Apollo Creed. Um, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dan. Which one takes the win? Hmm. Wait, before he says, can I mention that there is some meaning in the sense that Supergirl had been displaced as she you, was you, trying to you do no, all you, no, no, you asked the question. No. You you, you do re- <laughs> realize that almost every time, every time somebody vo- is, like speaks out of turn, people will vote against them just out of spite. <laughs> so try, always hold back. Always hold back. But uh, go ahead, Dan. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to find reasons to vote for Superman and Supergirl versus Darkseid over Neo versus Agent Smith. And really, the only reason I can get is a pity vote for um, having to rebuild the farm that they destroy. Um, so, yeah, that being said, I'm going to have to go with uh, Neo versus Agent Smith. A vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. And Neo versus Agent Smith is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. It is River Tam and the Reaver versus Reavers versus the Man in Black versus Antigo Montoya. Killed my father. Um, both of these will be spite votes for me. Uh, but So I'll, I'll go with what's actually better here. And it is the Man in Black versus Antigo Montoya. So, uh, yeah. One right there, Anthony. I, I know you and Mike might go for spike votes, but if I might plead with you, if you eliminate this, then Empire Strikes Back's defeat would have been in vain. Yeah, but Princess that's Bride. Yeah, that, I, I voted for the Princess Bride. Well, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get let Mike know. Yeah, Mike's probably going to go that way too, um, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, not necessarily, because uh, if like I, if go it being in vain it it got beaten i don't really care beyond that uh for me it's you know men in black is my name is Antonio montoya you killed my fucking favorite fight scene in star wars but uh but yeah it is a question of the specific spite of uh the man in black scene versus the broader uh firefly spite of river tam um so this is really tough. So I guess I will just have to eliminate all spite entirely and vote for what is actually the better fight, which is the uh, the man in black scene. Yeah, you know, lacking spite, it's it's a better better scene. Spite uh, versus spite, the spite cancels out. Yeah, Dan, uh, Princess Bride. Juan, is it a clean sweep? Sure, why not? It works for me. And the man in black versus <laughs> the uh, Indigo Montoya is into the final four. And for the bro, last... Bro, 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 bro. What? There's no T in his, in his flipping name. It's not Indigo Montoya. It's Indigo. In, indigo. Indigo. Kind of like Indigo without the D. Indigo. Watch. Watch it. I did watch it. There's indigo. No, there's no T. There's no T, bro. I'm not saying a T, goddammit. I said it to you. You said it like the last three I said it in Ego Montoya. In Ego. Whatever. Go. Thank you. In black. And uh, Anthony, this fight is yours. Last spot. It is the bride versus Ornichi versus Ed Norton versus himself. Uh, Well, this isn't even competition. Uh, 
I don't get Fight Club. I don't understand the hyper behind it. I I didn't I didn't get the the twist. And the Bride versus Arin Ishii is a beautiful film. A beautiful uh, fight. Thing about it in comparison to the Fight Club. And on top of that, you know, there's more better motivation. She was going to get married, even although he was a loser. She was going to get married, have a baby, and this bitch took all that away from her. I mean, she had help, but she still took all that away from her. Dude fighting himself for, I don't know, whatever the reason was, doesn't really appeal to me. Kill Bill. Uh, vote for the Kill Bill fight. Mike? You know, if we, if we look at, at what's on here so far, we've got uh, a man versus a man. We've got kind of a, a man versus uh, a computer program. Uh, Princess Bride is a man versus a man. Kill Bill is a man as a woman versus a woman, but Fight Club is a man versus himself. Uh, we've already got kind of a revenge thing moving forward, and uh, Fight Club I think just becomes a very different kind of fight. Um, it is literally a man versus himself. It is metaphorically a man versus himself. Uh, I I personally like uh, the Fight Club movie far more than I like. Um, uh, either or both of the Kill Bill movies. Uh, I like David Fincher a lot more than I like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, the the meaning that is in um, Kill Bill is is pretty much just you know revenge, and that's you know pretty straightforward. Whereas the meaning in Fight Club is is much deeper. It's much more of a subtext. I mean that you know we we talk about this fight, but the whole movie is this fight between. Uh, these two sides of himself, this uh, rational, normal side versus this kind of crazy uh, subversive side. And, and I think that because that is kind of a real fight that everybody basically has to face themselves one time or another, this is really the only kind of powerful metaphoric fight on this list. So for me, for that reason alone, uh, I'm going to fight or I'm going to vote for Fight Club. And I, I would actually call it more a, uh, rage, a rage, reasonable, uh, rational, uh, subversive. Because uh, he's not really that crazy. <laughs> That's what makes him much well, more true. dangerous. I mean, maybe that, that, that was the poor choice of words. Not, not crazed as in yeah. raving, crazed as in sociopathic. Okay. Uh, Dan? Both these are great movies. Both of them have some fantastic visuals in them. Um, both are pretty good scenes. Uh, I still think that the Kill Bill fight scene would have been better if it included the Go-Go and the 88s. But it doesn't, so here's what I have. Um, I don't know. I like Edward Norton better. Thurman was in Batman and Robin. And I think I'm going to have to go with Fight Club. A vote for Fight Club. Juan. Um, <clears throat> the Ed Norton fight. I, I, I get the subtext and the meaning behind it and how it's, you know, you're kind of having to choose which way we want to live on a day-to-day -day basis, day-to-day -day basis, which is what the hype of the movie is. Is like, you know, you're looking at his struggle between following the corporate you know, conformity or taking down the system, 
you know, through anarchy and mischief, which, you know, I, I get that. And I know that that's kind of like what, what, what the ultimate fight is really, um, is the battles that we have within ourselves. And this is just a, a version of it on the screen. Um, cause we're always fighting the things that we know that we should be doing versus the things that we want to do and all of that. Um, and, but I just really, I know I put the, the, uh, kill bill fight on there and I, I like the way that it was kind of set up i like the imagery i like the music i like everything about that fight <clears throat> but i have to say damn you mike ortiz for changing my mind on which way i want to go um the i don't like ed norton i don't like edward norton i'm gonna say it again i don't like him um but the idea behind the fight the subtext the ultimate meaning or the the, the notion behind this battle with himself um has a lot more weight to it than the um the sword fight so i'm gonna go with fight club uh vote for edward norton versus himself and i will quickly say uh poison ivy versus the hulk hulk wins and uh edward norton versus himself is into the final four we've got indiana jones versus the swordsman versus neo versus agent smith and we've also got the man in black versus uh intigo Manta montana versus um Dick. uh Beatrice Kiddo versus, oh wait, no, versus uh, Edward Norton versus himself. So yeah, that's our final four fights and we're done. That's the end of the episode. Bye. No, Mike, this one is yours. It's Indiana Jones versus the Swordsman versus Neo versus Agent Smith. Yeah, I will, I will uh, stick with the, the Matrix, uh, even though I did. Uh, I, you know, the, the one is fun and I do remember it uh, very, very well. And, uh, and certainly I, I would have to say I like Raiders of the Lost Ark as a movie more. Um, you know, the thing that I keep saying is, is you know, which one means more, and uh, and that one's the Matrix, uh, the Indiana Jones. It's like I said before, you can pull it out of the movie and you wouldn't notice that it's gone. Um, whereas in the Matrix, that's pretty much what the whole movie's building for it. So the Matrix. Yeah, fuck you again, Mike, for your goddamn maneuvering. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna vote for the Indiana Jones one. Oh, really? Oh, Rocky isn't in the final four. Oh well. Now I've got a clean path for fucking Neo. Uh, Dan, I'm along similar lines. That I like. I think Raiders is a better movie. I don't know if I like it better than The Matrix, but <clears throat> I, I think it's definitely a better film. Uh, that being said the swordsman scene is very much a throwaway. Uh, the yeah. Agent Smith versus Neo is the climax. It's what everyone was waiting for. I mean, Neo dies, spoiler alert. Um, and comes back to life because Trinity loves him. And if that isn't a love story, I don't know what is. So I'm going to go with Neo versus agent Smith. I'll vote for Neo versus Agent Smith. One. Okay. The Matrix is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around. What do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters. The very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system. And that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inured, so helplessly dependent on the system, they will fight to protect it. Come on. What what more meaning do you need behind a battle than that? So I'm voting for the Matrix. Yeah, once again, Mike, fuck you 
your goddamn shifty ass maneuvering. Because had it been Rocky, it would have been a much harder fight. Goddamn Indiana Jones swordsman fight, making it through the fucking final four is bullshit. And that is why I'm voting for it. Somebody, sh- come on, come on over to the dark side. Vote for one of the briefest fight scenes in movie history. I'm voting for Indy versus the swordsman. Anthony? Gosh, uh, when you talk like that, Damon, I- I'm kind of tempted, but there's no way I can have that scene in the finals. And on top of that, I love the scene, the, the moment where uh, Asia Smith goes, you hear that? That is the sound of your inevitability. So, Matrix. And the Matrix. Neo versus Agent Smith is into the final four. Uh, so into the finals. Uh, Dan, this fight is yours. It is the man in black uh, versus that one guy versus that other guy versus himself. Yeah, the man in black versus Inigo Montoya. Um, very classic sword fight. Awesome, awesome sword fight on top of the mountain and at the top of the Cliffs of Insanity. Proceeds the fight with a giant played by Andre the Giant. Rest in peace. And a battle of wits with a Sicilian. Um, Edward Norton fights himself, proceeds fight, random fight A, random fight B. Meatloaf getting killed. His name is Robert Paulson. Um, I don't. I don't know. They're both great. There's a lot more blood in Fight Club, but Men in Black is kind of a battle of wits in itself, as well as a sword fight. It's it's very much a chess game that they're playing on top of the mountain. So I'm going to go with Princess Bride. A vote for the Princess Bride, Juan. Sorry, mute button. Um, yeah, I, I think I've already stated my distaste for the uh, Edward Norton. And I really enjoyed the fight scene in Princess Bride. Uh, again, you know, the swords that they used were pretty cool. The sword play was even better. It was all over the place. It wasn't just like a stand face to face and duke it out kind of a thing. There was artistry. There was finesse. There was style. Um, and I'm going to go with... Uh, the man in black versus Inigo Montoya. Uh, vote for them. I'm going to vote for Luke versus Darth Vader from <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back. Fuck both of these. Anthony? <laughs> Damon, let it go. Let it go. It, it's no. awesome. Spite makes me powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on top of that, if you look at the Edward Norton, I understand that there's a psychological... Um, battle that's going on within him, but essentially it's a dude pounding himself on the face. I mean, again, that's a there's some great psychological things going on, and you know you don't know this what's really going on and all of that, but it's a dude pounding himself in his face. Whereas, uh, Man in Black and Indigo Montoya, that's pronounced that right. Yep. Okay. Good job. Uh, there's like you said, there's skills, there's strength. There's finesse, there's maneuvering, they're using their bodies. They're not only are they trying to, there's pride on the line between the two. There's life and death on the line between the two. As you know, Montoya, he wants to to win so he can go avenge his father. And 
Wesley, he wants to win so he can go save his true love. And at the end of the day, true love. Come on. Come on. Princess Bride. Uh, vote for Princess Bride and Mike. Uh, actually, Anthony, you, you're, you're incorrect. It is not a dude punching himself in the face. It is a dude punching the system in the face. He goes in there to try to blackmail his boss with using uh, just the, the wrongdoings of the company. But obviously, that's, that's never going to be enough. And, uh, you know, he is Jack smirking revenge. He has to do, get what he wants by beating the shit out of himself, which he has been training himself to do the entire movie. And you want to talk skill. Uh, that's what this guy has done. Um, Princess Bride is, is, is a great fight scene, but, uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not kind of what I look for. Uh, I, I, I like the idea that the, that the fight club fight scene is something a little bit different. Um, but I know it's not going to win, so I'm going to also vote for Empire Strikes Back. And Empire Strikes Back is into the final four. We can do whatever we want. It's our fucking show. <laughs> no. You're whining. I'm, I was just joking. Men in Black versus that one guy is into the final. It is <laughs> Nia, the one versus Agent Smith versus the Anne and Ack versus yeah that was just me fucking around uh, Ron, that's your fight oh that's my fight that is so not a good fight yeah it's your i will cast my vote for return of the jedi nope nope not not on the final fight r2d2 not when you're going first nope oh. okay so ah i don't like that all right, I like both of the fights. I do. There's there's really cool parts, cool aspects to both of them. I really like sword play, but I think that the choreography in the Neo fight was really good. Um, wow, I I can't really say I like one better than the other. Ooh, um, I will go for the Matrix. I I I, I can't explain it other than I. I'm trying to pick, but that's the only one I can come up with, so I'll go down. Oh, vote for the Matrix. All right. Um, hmm. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Um, that was not me. I did not do that. That was me. I was just fucking around. <laughs> um, God, I don't really want to vote. For you. I, I am so full of rage and spite right now. It's not even funny. Uh, I will vote against Mike. <laughs> Whatever he's voting for, I'm voting against it. Uh, I'm voting for Empire Strikes Back again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, when, when, it, when, it, when it comes down to it, uh, the, the, the fight I would look to more fondly is uh, the Man in Black fight. I, I, I do enjoy that movie a great deal. Nothing against Neo versus Agent Smith. It, it's a it's a much more meaningful fight. I will, I will give it that. But which one do I enjoy more? It, it, it's the, the, the silly sword fight on top of a, a, of a fake mountain. Uh, so I'm going to go with the man in black. Uh, Anthony. Well, I get, I've won out my arguments for Princess Bride. So I'll go ahead and then put this out to you. At that point when Keanu Reeves had, been, uh, had got casted and did this movie, 
He had been well known from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, Point Blank, Speed. He was a known actor. Whereas you look at the the, the two people who casted, uh, who were casted for these two people, nobody knew who they were. And if you look at the film, which one was better acted? Which one actually drew you in with not only them doing these moves, but actually talking back to uh, back and forth with one another, trying to outwit each other, trying to get under each other's skin to try to get some advantage. In the end, the Men in Black was just awesome, and there was no competition to it. But let's look at it on that level as well. Agent Smith versus Neo. Other than the fighting, was kind of boring. It didn't really draw me in whatsoever. We we all kind of knew what the hell was going to happen. I guess you could say the same thing about the other one. But the fact that these two were sucking us into an inevitability because the good guy always wins in the end, that's why I'm voting for it. And Keanu Reeves sucks. I'm changing my vote. Uh, (laughs) Vote for the man in black, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote uh, for the Matrix. Reason number one, uh, it really did revolutionize um, fight scenes. Uh, the Princess Bride is very well done, but it, it basically followed a long tradition of, of sword fighting of this style. The Matrix, while it took a lot from Asian cinema, it actually added a lot to it, too. I mean, it blended that. It blended the digital. Uh, you know, like I mentioned before, bullet time uh, is really... Uh, introduced in in several of these but it's it's used in this scene as well uh that's reason number uh one reason number two in an actual physical fight agent smith and neo would beat men in black and uh inyo montoya uh reason number two reason number three uh neo is basically jesus and if you vote against jesus you burn in hell so (laughs) i'll vote for the matrix and dan well, you could argue that Wesley as the Dread Pirate Roberts is Jesus because he gets hooked up to the machine that oh. sucks away his life. Oh, it all, you know, he, he's he's mostly dead. And the only reason he comes back to life is because Billy Crystal gives him some chocolate. Um, Jesus didn't have chocolate. Exactly. But, you know. Man in Black, Wesley, was only gone for like a day, whereas Jesus was gone for three days before he rose from the dead. So just for the sake of expeditiousness, I'm going to vote for Princess Bride. I'll vote for Princess Bride, but as I said earlier, I changed my vote. (laughs) The Matrix, Neo versus Agent Smith, is taking the win. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I told you I was full of spite. Full of it. <laughs> I just whoa. Calm down. Spite against Mike supersede your other spite. No, not at all. It's just random acts of spite. <laughs> Raz, <laughs> who's, trying it, to, who's trying to understand it? Seriously, who's trying? We're, we're, we're calling That's it the Raz. theme of this episode. Random acts of spite. <laughs> the Raz episode. Uh, thanks. Again. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, thanks again for listening. Does anybody have anything they like to plug? Uh, you go ahead, Anthony. Uh, actually, 
No, I don't. I'm I'm pretty good. Oh, follow me on Twitter at Pooh. A-N-T-P-O-O-H. Do not ask me why I have that nickname. Because you like Pooh and playing in it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Juan? I'm good. I don't, I don't have anything to plug right now. I'm sorry. And I know you do, Dan. I do. Uh, as I mentioned before, Rogue Arrow Podcast. You can find it at roguearrow.blogspot.com. That one's also on iTunes. Mainframe Con- Chronicle at mainframechronicle.blogspot.com that one's on iTunes I also have a movie review podcast called The Cinemasters which is cinemasters.blogspot.com surprisingly Um, you can follow me on Twitter if you want that's Amazing Bass B-A-S-S as in the instrument Um, yeah that's pretty much it thank you I'm on the Twitter birds too go ahead Um, I'm trying to remember what my login is (laughs) <laughs> you remember your Twitter name? No, not really. I think it's Wani313. J-U-N-Y-313. Uh, There's me. Is it? Okay. Uh, check out our friends, DVDGeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek, and their awesome other website, Bye Bye Robot, where you can buy pretty sweet art, uh, and also the Rock for File files. I'm serious. I'm going to continue to say it until he takes that site down. Uh, Inappropriate Conversations with Great Blanchard is a great show. Give it a listen. Also, uh, check out the Solus Minis of Orthodoxy, Commentary Track Stars, and of course, A Mission Log, a Roddenberry podcast, because every episode, they want you to say something to them. Please send them a letter. Make them happy. Um, Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Vice Tumblr, maybe, because nothing's been done on there forever. And uh, Chris Mitchell, he uh, created a Geek Vice Wikia. And uh, Christy Woke helped flesh it out. You can play on there, too. Put whatever you want about us. Talk about uh, random acts of uh, spite. Uh, it's fun. Uh, any and all ideas, you're welcome. Stuff like that. Who could forget Mr. Jared Formby and his amazing intro? Check, out, check him out at www.heystartrek.net.com. I still don't remember which one it is. And uh, he's on the Twitters as well. It's at super underscore Spock. Mike? You can find me on the Week in Geek video show on YouTube, where we preview new comics every week. You can find us at geekfights.net, where we have lists of show ideas. The brackets we mentioned earlier are past episodes, links to the wiki, the Facebook page, and to the Tumblr. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom network. Actually, there's no more Zoom network anymore. It's just Xbox Live. So I'm not going to say the Zoom network anymore. I'm going to erase that right now. Boop. And like us on Facebook. <laughs> if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming fights are next week is Best of Futurama. And then after that, if we can wrangle it all together, is what the hell is the name of that goddamn episode? Best it's fictional so- male you'd like to be in a monogamous relationship with? There we go. Something. <laughs> there's, uh, I think we have like 10 or 11 women wow. all yeah. signed up for that episode. So It's ladies night at Geek Fights. It, it is ladies night. Are you guys That's hosting that one? Oh, yeah. We're not going to be a part of it, but we're going to be on it. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys are just going to be like monitoring in the background. Although, if it, is, it ends up being an even number, we will be voting. Yeah. 
Nice. Definitely. (laughs) Any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. got the touch you got the power yeah, you got you the not power. like that song oh, just well, no 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 <laughs> see he remembers 80s music differently we younger folks listen to 80s music fondly and remember being children and, exactly but he listens to it and remembers having to go to dances and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> oh god right he remembers the awkwardness of 80s music when you associate it with adolescence and trying to get some so it's kind of like us when we think about early 90s music and like the the crazy colors and doing the running man and stuff right you know the the awkwardness of thinking about you know having to go to those dances you know eighth grade ninth grade see uh, is what he's dealing with that's what that 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 easy association yeah i'm going oh it's kind of like you know remembering that in eighth grade you know my friends were standing around the speaker at our dance uh reciting all the lines to Ice Ice Baby, <laughs> like it was hardcore. I'm standing there looking at them like, I don't know this song. <laughs> See? See? I would like to offer a rebuttal to the previous statement. I do not have a negative association with 80s music due to an awkward adolescence and high school dances. I, in fact, have a very positive association with 80s music because of some really great music by acts like The Police, U2, Prince, Motley Crue, Peter Gabriel, Duran Duran, Madonna, Def Leppard, Quiet Riot, R.E.M., The Stray Cats, The Romantics, John Mellencamp, The Beastie Boys, The Eurythmics, Madness, Twisted Sister, Flock of Seagulls, New Order, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Billy Idol, and, of course, the all-time favorite band of both Stephen Hawking and Space Lincoln, The Human League. This is 80s music. Not that terrible song from that terrible cartoon. Thank you, and keep fighting the geek fight. And grow the fuck up.
elastic asshole stay in place. <laughs>